We are live. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to freaking Game Breakers. And as you can tell, I'm a little sick. But it doesn't matter, though, because I'm still alive. And I got here with me, my Scrooge, my assistant, William. He's back again. How you doing, William? Anyways, how could they <laughs> tell that you're sick if we just started? Like, how could anybody tell? You didn't hear enough enthusiasm in my voice. Nah, but you know, your voice is usually a little nasally. So, you know, like a little nasally. And, you know, like, mm. So you don't really sound that much different. Yeah, you know, like you got a little squeaky kind of nasally voice. So, you know, you, you don't really sound too different. But, you know, maybe you're sick because of what happened at Breeze Hall yesterday. So I like, you know, like I don't blame you. You know, like I would definitely be sick this morning too if I was a Jets fan. So, you know, it's tough times for you guys. But, you know, like you won the battle or... Or you lost the war, but you won the battle. Whichever one of those two phrases match up with the scenario right now, it's like, you know, it's like we've won, but at what cost? <laughs> the war's not over yet, though, so. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you lost the battle, but you could still win the war. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Point is, at least you guys won, you know. It's not like you guys lost them and you guys lost. Because now, damn, that's two <laughs> things to deal with. But, you know, I guess if you got to lose a player for the rest of the season, especially a star player, you might as well win the game, right? Yeah, of course. Got to. I mean, yeah, you, you can't but, lose that kind of game either. Yeah, but, oh, talk to me about uh, the Breeze Hall injury, though. Like, what did you, you know, like, what are you thinking about it right now? I know that the news kind of, well, I know from yesterday, actually, that they were fearful that it was an ACL injury, but it's just confirmed today. And, I mean, yo, let's, I got to be honest. Look, I don't like the Jets, but I got to be honest. Breeze Hall this season, at the current moment when he got injured, was a top 10 running back in the NFL right now. It was a top 10 running back based off of what he was doing. Uh, and like the handful of games that he's played, and damn, I mean, for him to go out, it's crazy like that, man. It is crazy. I'm kind of sad to be honest because Brees Hall is my guy, and I think everyone has noticed what this guy can do. He has steadily proven that he can be the lead back for this team, the bell cow for this team. And I was a little bit suspect about us drafting a running back because I wasn't sure if we needed a running back that early in the second round. But as you could tell, I'm very pleased at what he's done for us so far. Now, him being out is a big miss for us, and I'm still confident in Michael Carter, but Michael Carter doesn't provide us that home run speed that Brees Hall does, which is the issue. He doesn't give us that run through the tackles kind of running that we need to sustain drive. So it's going to be a big miss. I'm not going to lie about that. But what I do know is that um, whether or not we trade for a running back, whoever's on the market right now, or whether or not we give Michael Carter some more uh, reps and give him the load, as he did last year, it could still work out. But from now on, we're going to see Zach Wilson more often because we can't run the football as well as we did in the past couple of weeks now because Brees Hall's out. So we'll see what yeah, happens yeah, with Zach yeah. Wilson. No, yeah, definitely. Because you would have to say that if Brees Hall isn't on that team, you guys probably do lose like some of those games with how definitely. big of a role he's played. So, you know, look, it's a big miss. And so you don't believe that Michael Carter can kind of carry that load because – even the season, so, in Mike, so uh, when Michael Carter was a rookie last season, he actually wasn't doing that bad. Now, he wasn't doing as good as what Brees Hall was doing uh, at this point in time. But, you know, he was doing a pretty good job. I think, didn't he have, like, just under 1,000 yards? Yeah, I believe he had, like, around, like, maybe 700 yards. 600. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't that much. Okay, okay. Wait, was that – wait, was like – like, that was it? I don't know why I feel like, my, my, like, like Michael Carter had at least 800 yards. It was probably, like, scrimmage yards. Scrimmage, which is a little bit different. Uh, well, I mean, you know, look, like, maybe I'm wrong, though. But I could have swore he had a pretty good – I'm trying to find it right here. And usually it, it just pops up on Google, but it did not. Michael Carter last year 
oh yeah, you're right. He did only have 639 yards. I don't yeah. know why I feel like he had more yards than that yeah. last year. I don't know, but I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not confident in Michael Carter. I think he could do the job, but he's not gonna do the mm-hmm. job as well as Brees Hall did. Is what I'm saying. Of course not. Of course, exactly. That's the reason why. So that's gonna be a big drop off in our running game. But he can still make the running game effective enough for us to at least get something going, you know, and be more creative on offense. So we'll see what happens though. But it's a big loss for us. Yeah. Now you know what's crazy is because so now this is where I kind of think about fancy football, right? Because I oh, have Michael Carter. Is- I have, I have, like, I drafted Michael Carter uh, in the draft, and because I thought that they split carries, and they kind of were like the first few weeks, and then Brees Hall was just so much better than him that it's like, what are we splitting carries for? Like, this guy has to be the every down back. You know, Carter comes in to give him a rest or come down on padded situations, maybe. But Brees Hall is also very good on pad situations too. So Brees Hall is a complete back. He doesn't really need to ever come out the game. Yeah. But when you need to give him like a rest, you put in Carter, and Carter has been a little effective being that backup role. So I was sitting there like, damn, I might just, you know, wait. I might just, like, you know, get rid of Michael Carter and put him on, you know, just like the waiver wire and then pick up somebody else. But I didn't end up doing it because, like, he still was getting some carries. Like, they didn't just phase him out of the offense. So now I'm sitting here like, damn, boy, am I glad that I didn't get rid of him because I would have been sick. I would have been sick. But, yo, it's messed up because the fancy football aspect of sports, like, obviously – you know, of course, you're sad that Brees Hall gets hurt because you don't want to see any, anybody get hurt because it could affect him in the future. You know, maybe he's not going to ever be as good as he was. All these other things that could really affect the human, you know, it's not. But then at the same time, you're like, oh, I have this backup, you know, like, yes, you know, like it's like like it's so morally corrupt, bro. It's yeah. so <laughs> it's so messed up mm. because like on one hand, I'm like, damn. But on the other hand, I'm like, my car is going to that starting lineup next week. So. Like, it's messed up, but you know that feeling, though. I know everybody that plays fantasy football, they're like, oh, my God, how could you say that? But let's be real, though. That's why when players get hurt, you rush to, like, the waiver wire to pick up their backup if somebody's going to be out for a long period of time or they go yeah. to IR. Of course, of course. Like, shoot, in one league, I had Elijah Mitchell. I'm, I, yo, I had this guy. I put him on my IR spot, all right, because he's on the IR for, like, what, the, like, the last four, three weeks, and he's going to be there for another, like, five weeks. They trade for Christian uh, McCaffrey. I dropped him. You gotta drop him. You gotta drop. Go him. rehab. Not on my team. Are you mad? Yo, he's not gonna get no carries now. Of course McCaffrey's not. There. So and now with him over. and Jeff Wilson on the team too. Nah, it's too much. Too much. Yo, but J- Jeff Wilson got to be dropped too. Yeah, but like someone got to be the backup though. Like once CMC gets up to speed, if he as long as CMC is able to play, Jeff Wilson is now the equivalent of Chuba Hubbard. Or uh, Deontay Foreman nah. in Carolina behind CMC, bro. CMC Stop is a it. workhorse back. CMC is literally not for this offense. Top. He won't be. Yes, he will be because the nah. thing is, this offense is so good that they're not going to have to rely on him as much as they had to rely on him in Carolina, which will lead him to be healthier because he's not going to have to run the ball 30, 40 times a game. So he's not going to be as tired. So CMC really does never like he really never has to come out the game. Like honestly, like he doesn't. He can okay. It will be good to the point where they don't have to use him every time. But you just mentioned it. He's not going to be a workhorse back by touching the ball 40 times a game, which means I could see him probably having like around maybe 15 to 17 touches a game if the most because of what they have at their disposal. So I don't really see him being that Wait, much of a workhorse back. Jeff Wilson is not better than Elijah Mitchell, though. Huh? Jeff Wilson is not a better running back than Elijah Mitchell. But you, still, you need that backup, though, to come in and give him a rest. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I guess for right now, Jeff Wilson would be the backup. But then once Elijah Mitchell comes back, then Jeff Wilson is going to become irrelevant. But if they're running the ball, let's say – and we're not going to even count Debo Samuel because I think that his kind of like running the ball, like his touches are going to be – they're going to drop now in that category with CMC now being here. But if you kind of look at it from the point of view of, uh, let's say, like workload, right? If they're – if the like if the Panthers like running backs as a committee, let's say they run the ball 30 times – CMC is seeing at least 28 of, I mean, well, 22 of those touches. 22? Yeah, I'd say out of like 30. Like, it's not going to be that, it's not going to be distributed. Like, you don't just trade all those draft picks and you don't give up all that for him to only touch the ball like 10, 15 times a game. It just wouldn't make sense. You don't, but I mean, for that team, they've always traded draft picks for running backs. So I can see why. Have they? Yes. Look at, but wait, but look at the 49ers draft. Well, look at the 49ers running back like the past few seasons none of them have been elite running backs none of them have been high draft picks it's like Elijah Mitchell was like a sixth round pick I think Jeff Wilson was like a fourth round pick like none of their running backs have ever been really or not ever but as of recent times have ever been you know like elite or have been high draft picks CMC is the first elite running back that they've had in a very long time my point is like Frank Gore was it Frank Gore was he their running back I think like 10 years ago yeah like but since Frank Gore they haven't had a top 10 running back in the NFL. They haven't. Mm, I have to go or am back I drawing a blank back. here? Because then, right, who was after Fran Gore? Carlos Hyde, the running back from Ohio State. He was solid, but he was never, like, tough. Then after Carlos Hyde, who was it? Then it's, it's kind of like we're now in, into, like, this era of running backs now. So since Fran Gore, they really haven't had a top 10 running back. Yeah, but they don't need a top 10 running back, though, which is my point exactly. The system is good enough for running backs to be productive if you don't have a household name, which is why, you know, you, you could trade for all these. I mean, you could trade for a CMC or could, you could distribute your draft picks to running backs because it'll still work out regardless. So they do value the running backs in that system, but I don't think that he's going to be a workhorse back where he's going to get the ball like 20 times a game probably. But I could be wrong. Though. I do we'll think see. that CMC will probably lead that team in touches more weeks than not, um, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is an absolute bum. I'm sorry. I try to tell you guys, man. I try to tell you about this Jimmy G, man. We this guy is not good. This guy is not good. This guy is not good. There's no excuses for Jimmy Garoppolo to be playing at such a below average level with that offense. There is just no excuses. You got Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brian Ayuk, and the guy looks like he's lost out there, man. He is an absolute bump. He's exactly what he is right now. That's what he needs to be as a backup quarterback. And people were saying that he's the best backup quarterback. That is now over. He is not the best backup quarterback because the best backup quarterback is a quarterback that will be serviceable. Jimmy Garoppolo at this point in time is not serviceable. The guy is a model that's out there playing quarterback. The best backup backup quarterback you probably say is maybe like Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, that was like a good backup quarterback. And he he's was a bum too. Huh? He's a bum. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Slightly. Maybe. Slightly. If. So if he's a bum and he's better than Jimmy, uh, than Jimmy G, who you just said is not a bum, then what's Jimmy G? No, Jimmy G has been playing bad the past couple of weeks, so I can't defend There's him no, on that. If there but, any but you also agree Garoppolo. with me about him being the best backup QB? <laughs> well, no. Well, no, look, because at the time, because seeing as what he did as a starter, I'm like, well, now there's less pressure on him being a backup. So, but he looks worse. He looks worse as a backup than he does as a starter. So at the time, yes, what you said did make sense. I think everybody was saying that. But Jimmy Garoppolo is terrible. And I was saying at the time when Trey Lance got hurt, I was saying them not trading Jimmy Garoppolo might have saved their season. I was wrong. It didn't matter. It did not matter. Oh, my gosh. Bro. You're overreacting. 
how am I reacting? It's been three, four weeks of, of like of him being Q, of QB one since Trey Lance has gotten hurt, and he's looked bad every game. Jimmy Garoppolo has not every game he hasn't looked bad. Stop it, please, bro. Has Jimmy Garoppolo looked above average in any of his starts so far this season? Yes, he has. Which game? The Rams game, he looked okay, and the game after that, the Falcons looked. He looked so he okay as average, but okay is average. So he had an average game versus the Rams. I said above average. He had an above like, average game Garoppolo against had, the Falcons. Like has like has Jimmy Garoppolo at any point in time this season looked like a quarterback that's going to be able to lead this team into a deep playoff run? No. Well, they're still the most complete team in the NFC West, so I would still say that he has a chance. What does it matter? Like, you mean it does matter a lot? Nah, it matters a done, lot. Man. They're done. Wait, 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 wait. We're, go, we're going off the train here. Talk to me about your Giants because I know we're talking about running backs here, and Saquon has been a beast so far this season. Got to give yeah. you that, whatever. But uh, were you surprised about your Giants being this good? This good? Well, oh, I'm not surprised that we beat the Jaguars because, again, it's like I tried to tell you, the Jaguars are now becoming the team that I thought that they would be, which is below average. So I thought that we should have beat the Jaguars. I think, you know, they started off hot. You were getting carried away. Oh, my God, the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up with that nonsense, okay? I tried to tell Wait, you what this team was. This team, you were getting carried away like when the Jaguars – like, after they slapped the Chargers, they beat the coast. You was like, I told you that the Jaguars were going to be good. And I told you that they might. Like, yeah. They wait, 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 wait. Okay, 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 okay. And the Jaguars could win the AFC South. Okay. Okay, I'll let you go I don't want to hear it. I'll let you go right now. Sorry, you. go ahead. I told you. Let the season play out. I still told you I think that the Jaguars are going to be a below-average team, even after they slapped the Chargers, even after they beat the Colts. The Jaguars are still a rebuilding team. They're not ready to make the playoffs. They're not. Now, Back to the question that you did ask me with the Giants. I'm going to tell you something right now. Again, I'm not surprised that we won because I think that we do have a better team than the Jaguars at this point in time. I think that's a game that we should have won. I mean, it is more evenly matched than I guess most people would want to admit between the Giants and Jaguars. But what I will say, though, Daniel freaking Jones. Now, look, this guy played out of his damn mind. This guy had over 100 rushing yards. I think over 200 passing yards. I think one pass touchdown and one rushing touchdown. This guy has wheels. And I think that people just get so mixed up in the memes of him because he's clumsy. He is clumsy. But this guy is fast as hell. And Brian Dayball is the best thing that's probably ever happened to him so far in his NFL career. These first five years is Brian Dayball. Brian Dayball has absolutely transformed this guy into a quarterback that now looks competent. Like Daniel Jones was like a competent quarterback. He looks not like a bottom half quarterback. He looks like a middle pack quarterback. And I'm still not that big on him yet. But Daniel Jones, week in, week out, has been proving me and a lot of other NFL fans wrong in terms of us thinking that he's just not that good. He is a very good quarterback in this Brian Dayball system. And I think that as long as Brian Dayball can continue to work with him, get him to use his legs more, as soon as we get this guy some talent at receivers, because we're playing with practice squad wide receivers, I think that we might see Daniel Jones take another step. And if we do see that other step, I have to admit that I was wrong because I was not a big believer in Daniel Jones. But say something right now. That guy has been playing out of his mind all season, and he deserves all the credit right now. Not all the credit, but he deserves a lot of the credit for how the Giants are playing, a lot. Okay, fair enough. So I'm going to go back to our first point about the Jaguars, right? Okay. So I think that I was still right about my notion about them being good. Okay. And I think that them losing these games, the Texans, last week to the Colts, you guys – was purely off of Doug Peterson's ability to be aggressive. And that cost him in that game. I mean, I'm going to go over it on Wednesday with my uh, breakdown and whatnot. But either way, though, I think that he lost in that game, not the Jaguars per se. 
going back to your point about the Giants, I will say this. And Daniel Jones to me has has looked good. And I told you this last year. I thought I thought that last year he looked pretty good as well too. Like he looked. No, solid. you say pretty good. You you said that he looked okay. You didn't say he looked pretty so, good. I say he looked okay. solid. I say he looked solid. All right. Say he looked solid. That he wasn't making the big mistake like I saw in the past two years prior to that last year. He was looking okay and competent, and he wasn't the reason why you guys were losing these games. Right now, he's the reason why you guys are. I mean, he's contributing to the reason why you guys are winning these games. So I'll give you that as well too. And Quick question. What receiver talent do you think you guys can get in the future? Because you spent money on Kenny Galladay. That didn't yeah. work out. You were hyped about Darius Layton. That didn't work out. You spent a first-round draft pick on Wanda Wait, Robinson. hyped about Darius Layton? Who was hyped about Darius Layton? Darius you Layton? were. No, I was never hyped about Darius Layton. Stop. Never Come on. You're mixing me up with my dad. Darius Layton is what he is. He's just a speed, deep threat wide receiver. But I was never, like, okay. saying, oh, he's like a top 10. What about Wanda my dad, Robinson? I mean, what about the other first round pick, Darius Tony? What's going on with yeah. these picks right here? You know, well, well, well. This was Wondell Robinson's second game. He missed the first like four games, I think it was. So the first game he scored a touchdown. I think he had like thirty something yards, and then this game he had like fifty five yards something. So he's gonna, so he is gonna play a big factor into our offense. Kadarius Tony, I don't know what's going on with him. It seems like the guy can't stay healthy, and it also seems like the coaching staff isn't really a big fan of him. I think that maybe he's a guy that might get traded because they don't use him. I think that Kadarius Tony is our best wide receiver, though, that we have right now. But I'm not there day in, day out to see what's going on in practice. Maybe his attitude sucks. I have no idea. But what I tell you is that if Brian Dayball is not playing him, if Joe Sean doesn't want him, I got to go with them right now because that's the future of the team. And Dave, you know, and, I, and I'm and i a big fan of uh, Tony. I think that he's super explosive. I don't get why you don't find a way to get him the ball. But. I gotta trust Brian Table. I mean, like, 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 what has he done for me to question so far? So if he doesn't, so if he doesn't think that Tony fits with what he wants to do, then I can't question it. Um, but I think there's certain ways that you know wide receiver help can come to the to the New York Giants. Now, I don't personally want to make any trades. Um, I know there's people gonna say, well, you could probably trade, maybe go out there and get a DJ Moore. Had a big game versus the Bucks um on Sunday, so I'm looking at his price. It's only what two more weeks until the trade deadline. His price had to go up exponentially after that game. Uh. Uh, last night but i'm more so looking at through like the draft maybe you know um like whoever like whatever our first round pick is has to be has to be a wide receiver um depending on who's available i'm not really too familiar on what the wide receiving draft class is looking like so far i'm not that big of a fan of college football but you know towards like draft season you know that's when we'll start to see like who's the clear cut number one wide receiver who's number two whatever i think that you gotta probably go first round draft pick uh wide receiver i think that's the that's the way that I'm looking at it right now because I don't want to trade picks. Like I don't, I don't want to get rid of assets. And then, you know, you trade for like – let's say you do trade for like a DJ Moore and then he doesn't work out. So I'd rather – but then also drafting a player might not work out either. Nothing's guaranteed, but I don't really want to give up assets. I, I think going into the offseason with as much assets as possible is uh, better. So it, you're going to draft a receiver after spending two – was it two second-round picks on Kadarius Tony and Wanda Robinson? And then draft well, another receiver picks. Yeah, Kadarius Tony was a first round pick, but that was, he was a first round pick. He was a first round pick, actually. Sorry. Yeah, so but that was picks but that first was, round, second round yeah. flash. That's that's a lot of picks for receivers that, that have not panned out yet. Well, Wanda Robinson, he's a rookie. So I won't I say mean, anything about Wanda Robinson yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tony so far hasn't worked out. But at the same time, what we have to realize is this is a new regime. So you look at it as Tony is not Joe Sean's draft pick, not a Brian DeBall draft pick. So maybe if those guys were our head coaches and GM back then, he wouldn't have got picked. It's kind of like, you know, when – so it's kind of a situation where, like, let's say if Brian Dayball doesn't want Daniel Jones, that's not his quarterback. That's not the guy that he chose. 
So it's kind of like that's how I'm looking at it as with Kadarius Tony. Like this is not not a guy that they think fits with what they want to do. So since it is a new regime, you are going to have wasted draft picks because that's what happens whenever you do have a rebuild, such as when the Cardinals took um, Josh Rosen with the 10th overall pick. Then the next year after they got a a brand new head coach, they took Kyler Murray with the first pick just the next season after. So sometimes when you are rebuilding and when you do overturn everything, picks from the years before, sometimes they're going to be wasted and they're going to be let go or traded, whatever, when they're trying to build whatever culture that they see fit. So it's just part of the game, but it does suck though. Cause I, I would like to see Kadarius Tony be more involved. The guy's explosive, man. Sucks. Last question. Playoffs. Well, I think at this point, playoffs are definitely in the picture. I still don't think that the Giants even come second in the NFC East. I think that they will come third behind the Cowboys. So I think that they're not as good as the Cowboys. I don't think that they're as good as the Eagles. So it kind of sucks that in a year that we're so good or that we're playing so well, the first year, because usually remember, the NFC East used to be called the NFC Least. Yeah. And now three teams are there that's kind of fighting for playoff spots. And it, it, it just Beast. sucks. That, yeah, like, it, it, it just sucks that this had to be the year that this happened. Like, why can't it just be like any other NFC East? I know, game? I know, I know, I know, I know. But – yeah, to me, it's it's not gonna happen. I, I don't think, or maybe if we do make it, we're gonna need help. I don't think that we'll be able to control our own destination. Like, we, like we'll need some other teams to lose and some other things to fall into place for us to make it. But I think it's too late for us to look at getting a high draft pick. Like, we already have six wins, so even if we lose every single game the rest of the season, we're not gonna have a top five pick. So it's whatever. Well, this 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 pessimistic attitude. I can't believe it. Like, what's going on? If I look at the NFC right now. Yeah. Okay. okay. Are you telling me there you're confident in okay? I'll give you the Eagles, I'll give you the Dallas Cowboys, I'll give the Vikings as potential division winners. Okay. Are you telling me you're confident in that whole division between this, you know, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Buccaneers who are falling apart right now, the Niners? You guys are like what a, a couple of games ahead of them in this part right now. So I would still say the Falcons, I would still the Packers. Say so no, not Packers. You know, we already talked about okay. the Packers. We're going to talk but, about the Packers. But I will say the Rams, 49ers, and Buccaneers are still better teams than us. And I think that they'd still probably finish with a better record than we will. Um, yeah, At 6-1? Because- yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys have to have a, a real meltdown for you guys to still have a worse record than these guys. Not necessarily a meltdown. Not necessarily a meltdown. But I, I do think that we are playing above the the talent that we have, like, on our roster. And I think that's just due to good coaching um, with Brian Dayball. Yes. But what I will say, though, is that if we were to play the Bucks, the 49ers, or what's the other team that, that you brought up? The, the, the Rams. I'm not confident that we beat any three of those teams right now, even with them not being on the best form right now. And even though we are in better form. Huh? They're all stuck right now, except for the, the Niners who are injured. Well, I don't think, I don't think that the Bucks suck. I think that's just a bit of overreaction. They lost to the Carolina Panthers. Okay, and the Steelers the week before. Okay, it oh. happens. You don't win every single game that you're supposed to every single season. Like that's just not how football works. Like there's always upsets. Like if okay, it was always so no black and white, then we'd all hit our parlays. Like there's okay, a reason why nobody ever hits them. Huh? If that's the case. You you want you want to give criticism to the Packers? What yeah. about them losing to, to the Commanders this past week? Yeah, no, but it's like I told you, I'm not high on the Packers. The Packers suck. Like, I, like I'm not high on the Packers. Like, they have no offensive weapons outside of Aaron Jones. Outside of Aaron Jones, like, I, I, and I don't even want to hear about no, like, no uh, A.J. Dillon. He's a backup running back. He's a backup running Like, he's not – I'm not factoring him when I'm talking about the weapons. Until Aaron Jones gets hurt, outside of Aaron Jones, Alan Lazard is their best receiver. Alan Lazard is a good player, but he's a wide receiver too. So for him to be your wide receiver number one – 
that lets me know that the talent's not there. I already told you this going into the uh, before the season even started. Now, if you look at the Buccaneers, the reason why I'm not as like worried about the Buccaneers as I would be the Packers, because the Buccaneers still have a lot of talent. Like they can still turn it around. They have Tom Brady, who is the best quarterback that we've ever seen. So I give him the benefit of the doubt. He's earned the benefit of the doubt to turn that around, especially if they can stay healthy, which they are. Now, yes, they lost to the Panthers. They had a bad L. It was a bad L. You should be losing to the Panthers, though, P.J. Two Walker. bad Ls. Two. No, hey, hey, look, fine, fair enough. But for people to kind of just be running with this narrative that they're now a bad team and when they're still better than most teams in the league is just ridiculous to me. It's, we didn't see by It's two weeks. It's two weeks. Like, come they on They have now. looked bad all season. It's two weeks. It's, they have looked bad all season. They bro. have not looked bad all season. They've looked Yo. sluggish on offense all season. But their defense has been pretty good throughout the majority of the season. And, again, they still have those weapons there. So why would I not give Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Le- and Leonard Fournette the benefit of the doubt that they could turn that they could turn it around? So what are you saying? That What? So their season's done? Like, I'm not saying it's done, but I'm not right, saying that they're good right now. All right. So if you were a betting man, do the Bucks still make the playoffs? I mean, in that division, yes. All right. But I mean, no one else is playing better. That's why I'm only picking them. <laughs> All right, no other, enough, no but team is playing better right now. Yeah, but but also they're also the, the most talented team in that uh, division as well. So of course they are. But yeah, they have you gotta go for that, You can't lose to the Panthers. You but can't. you can't lose to the Panthers after they fired the head coach. You just can't. They just traded CMC away. Robbie. Yeah, Anderson. but the Panthers. They only yeah. have to more. But the PJ Panthers, Walker started that game. But the Panthers were never gonna just lose every single game rest of the season. Like, they were always going to beat somebody. And, you know, it, it just so happens that, like, look, bro, you Who cannot. Says? What? Because when's the last time you've seen a team go owing-something, like, just, like, not win a game? Like, when's the last What the what? heck? The, 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 the Lions? Lions a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago. And then what about b- before that? So the one year out of the last, like, 50, like, nobody just goes, like, no wins. It just does not happen. Like, okay, yes, the lines that happen, they're an outliner. Okay, fine. But it does not happen. The minority does not make Bro, the rule. They were going to beat somebody. Listen, like, they were going to beat somebody. can go weeks without winning a game. I'm saying that it could still happen to the Panthers. It shouldn't have happened this early where they won their game against the Buccaneers. Why Go-no not? Way. Why not? Because they're a terrible franchise team right now. What does that matter? It matters a lot when you just traded away your best player and your one of your best receivers. What are you talking about? What? That does not matter. Again, it one plus and one does not equal. They overperformed on Sunday as well, too. But one plus one does not equal two in football. If it did, then we'd win all of our parlays because we clearly know who's the better team each matchup. And yet, nobody really hits their parlays. So yes. if it was just that simple of, the Bucks are the Bucks. The Panthers are the Panthers. So the Bucks should be beating the Panthers. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. You're right, but I'm saying it shouldn't have happened regardless. Listen, the Panthers played the Rams last week. The Rams are also a bad football team right now. Not a bad, but they're pretty mediocre, and they won that game. You know, the Bucks can't lose this game regardless. Both these teams suck right now. It is what it is. I don't think that the Bucks suck. I think that the Bucks still go out there and slap most teams in the NFL right now. Slap like what teams? All right. All right, all right, you, you keep. And then I did see it, yo. And then I saw your your nonsense tweet. Tom Brady should retire. He should have retired. You're talking about the wrong quarterback. He Matt Ryan should be retired. That's who we should be focusing on. Who? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. We talking about Matt Ryan. Listen, I, okay, we'll get to Matt Ryan. But Tom Brady should have retired last year. He should have nah. to come back into this season. And I told you that. I told you. 
I no. told you he has the more pressure coming into the season, but aside from Todd Bowles, I told you this. Todd yeah, Bowles but Tom Brady doesn't because guess what happens? Because guess what happens? And this is why my point to be proven right on that. Because if the Bucks don't make the playoffs, Tom Brady's not going to go get replaced unless he decides to leave. Todd Bowles would, might get replaced. That's what would not. happen, bro. If the Bucks do not make the playoffs, let's say like let's say like if the Bucks. They let's okay. Let's say like let's go like with the notion that the Bucks suck. Let's say they suck the rest of the season. No improvement, right? As long if Tom Brady does not retire, he will still be their quarterback next season. Now Todd Bowles might be replaced. That's why I was saying that Todd Bowles is under more pressure because the power that Tom Brady has, you cannot replace Tom Brady, but you can easily replace Todd Bowles. Of course you can. I'm not sure you can easily replace him right now. Yes, especially with the talent that they have on that roster. It wouldn't be hard for another coach to go in there, let's say at, at the start of next season, and for them to be a team that people are still going to pick for them to win. But if you take Tom Brady off that team, and let's say, because who could you even get, a, get, as a, get as a QB right now? If Tom Brady is off that team, there are no longer title contenders. If Todd Bowles is not there, they can still be considered title contenders. But if Tom How? Brady... Huh? How? Because the players that they have. But if you take off Tom Brady, you're not picking the Bucks to to even make the, the the Super Bowl. Well, depending on who on who the quarterback is for them, fine. But I'm going off of nobody's available right now. So this offseason, I don't even know a quarterback who like who what who, who they go back. What they gonna go bring back Jameis or something? So exactly. So if Tom Brady leaves, what do you do then? You have there's nobody that can replace Tom Brady. You don't. Have, I mean, there's no one that can replace Tom Brady, but you can still replace him and have a serviceable QB. No, yes, serviceable QB, but no wait, but serviceable QB, or are the Bucks trying to still compete for Super Bowls? It's different because the Bucks still think that they should be winning Super Bowls. What the heck? What wait, they can follow the same philosophy as the Niners, and then you can still win that way. How's that working out for the Niners? When's the last I'm time saying, the Niners I'm Super saying, Bowl? if you had a guy playing better than what Jimmy Garoppolo is playing right now, then you can still work out by playing defense and running the football like he wanted to do coming into the season. Todd Bowles has been delivering. Don't get me wrong. His defense has been top five the entire year. It's the offense that is causing the them to lose these not games. Top five. You can't score points against the Panthers, against the Steelers. Come on now. Against the Packers. I mean, Packers is top five defense. I mean, I'm just saying. All right, but, fine. So then, okay, fine. So then you take Tom Brady out of that team, and then what difference does it make? Like, do they – so now do they win those two games? Fine. Bench Tom Brady. Bench Tom Brady. Bench put Tom in Blaine Brady. Gabbert. Yeah, put in Blaine Gabbert then. I'm not saying you bench Tom Brady. I'm saying that the offense has been lackluster this year. And okay. this is why I said that Tom Brady would have more pressure coming into this year because so far I've been proven right. Tom no, Bowles has not, been because Tom Brady He's has been doing no his job. But Tom Brady has no pressure because you can't replace him. You cannot replace Tom Brady. You, you can go replace Todd Bowles. You, you can replace him. But they made the move to hire Todd Bowles this year because of a cultural standpoint. And they no, were that's coach. not they why they hired Todd coach, Bowles. But they elevated Todd Bowles because they believed in him. So they, even no, if they are bad this year. They brought in Todd Bowles because Bruce Arians shocked retired and they didn't have a time. And then they yo, they just brought him up because he was already there. Okay, and the that's what I'm solid. saying. He shocked retired and, and they went. They didn't, I mean, no, they didn't go out anywhere else. Is what I'm saying. But it was a shock retirement. I understand that, but they could have went other options to get a new head coach, correct? Why? They didn't do why? that. The season, when, when the season starting in like two weeks? What do you mean? When, when did Bruce Arians retire? In the offseason. No, but wasn't it like middle of the off? Like not early. Wasn't it middle of the offseason? You can still find a new head coach within that time. Yeah, but 
then why would you do that versus have the guy who's been in-house, who's on board with all the decisions made so far, who, you know, like these are correct. Yeah. So let's not act like, so let's not act like Todd Bowles got this job because he was just the absolute best person for this job. I'm not saying that he was. was. Yeah. But I'm saying is that Todd Bowles is easily replaceable right now. He's not, you said Tom Brady is not. He's replaceable. He's not easily replaceable. Okay. Who's easier to replace Tom Brady or Todd Bowles? Who's a what? Who's easier to, to replace right now? Tom and that stance, Todd Bowles is. But he's not okay, scared, so he's then how did, okay, fine. Okay, so then if Todd Bowles is at more risk to lose his job over Tom Brady losing his, then how is Tom Brady underneath more pressure? If the because other guy Tom can Brady lose his job retirement. He came out of retirement to try and prove a point. when He's not proven that point so far. I guarantee you, if they are bad this year or they continue to be bad this season, okay. Todd Bowles will not be fired. He won't be. And neither will Tom Brady. Okay. Well, I mean, but I mean, it, who's going to look bad? But guess what, though? Who's going to look but worse? But guess what, though? But guess what? If Tom Brady sucks the rest of this season, guess what? He's still the GOAT. If the I like, if the Bucks, Hold on, wait. But if the Bucks suck the rest of this season, Tom Brady, I mean, Todd Bowles is going to be viewed as a failed head coach. He failed in, in New York. Then he gets the head coaching job of, of a Bucks team that should be competing, and then they suck again. So if anything, that looks worse on Todd Bowles' resume. Tom Brady is still going to be the undisputed best quarterback to ever play the game, whatever the Bucs do this season, regardless. But it looks yeah. worse on Todd Bowles' resume he has if the Bucs fail Tom this Brady. season. Like, agent Tom Brady. Hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. a lot. He's not looking good. Point is, Todd Bowles as a head coach, Todd Bowles as a head coach in the NFL has not been good. He's not been good. Let's just call it what it is. I don't Why? care what you're saying. Oh, he was doing good. a rebuild. And all this stuff, and he was. I, I don't care. Look at what Robert Sala is doing. Look at what Brian Dayball is doing. They're both in, in rebuilds, and they look way more competitive in their early ten years than Todd Bowles did at his time with the Jets. So I don't even want to hear about he was rebuilding a, a team because he could have looked way better than what they did. So so far, there's a question mark on what Todd Bowles is as a head coach. Everybody respects Todd Bowles as a defensive coordinator. Yes, as Todd a coordinator, Bowles. When he had a winning season in his first year. And okay, and did what since? But you said he has, you say he didn't look good. You no, said yes, because overall, yes, not look good. One winning season, three losing seasons. Like, what are you talking about? That one winning season does not mean that the other three bad seasons are just gone. Two. So Two overall, like, wait, so right now, as a head coach, Todd Bowles has a losing win percentage. He has yeah. less than 50% of his games won. What I'm saying is the only reason that there's more pressure on Todd Bowles is because again his coaching legacy is on the line as him because if Todd Bowles, if the Buccaneers suck, right? Let's say they suck. Let's say let's say Tom Brady's done. Let's say the next two seasons, because Tom Brady's done, Todd Bowles his record looks bad as a head coach. Now, if the Bucks now say okay, we're gonna rebuild, they let go of Todd Bowles. Who the hell's gonna give him another head coaching job? Like, be like honestly, like you only get but so many opportunities. So right. Todd Bowles. As a, as a defensive coordinator is a is a fantastic defensive coordinator, but as a head coach, it's been lackluster. No 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 matter what happens to Tom Brady, he's still going to go down as a Hall of Famer, undisputed number one quarterback. Todd Bowles is not going to go down as that, so he has to have more pressure on him because he has more to prove. Tom Brady has nothing well, left to prove. I guess we'll agree to disagree. I'm just saying. What? I mean, 
I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't believe he's a problem this year. I think Tom Brady is no, a, he's part of the, the no, big problem this year. No, not but I'm not saying. He has injuries, but it's definitely part of his fault. No. Tabo's defense has, has been playing fantastic the entire no, season. No, but you keep bringing they up the keep defense. Keep you, no, but you keep bringing up the defense. The defense is irrelevant. Tabo's is That's, the head coach now. Tabo's the head coach. Tabo's is no longer the, the defensive coordinator. So, so the head coach is responsible for the whole team. You, like, you okay, keep bringing up. Okay. Okay, go ahead. You're right. So – when he so in the beginning of the season, we all knew that he wanted to come into the season, play defense, and run the football. That didn't work out. So what he wait, has done away. so far? Wait, how do we know that though? He has Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Julio Jones. Why the hell do we think? And he all, and he also has Russell Gage. Though those are four good receivers. That's and Mike roster. Evans and Chris Godwin's are arguably two top fifteen NFL wide receivers. So why yeah. the hell? And you have the greatest quarterback of all time. So yeah. why is it just assumed? And now maybe I missed it where Todd Bowles said that that's the game plan. But why would we assume that that's, that's philosophy. the game plan going into the season? That's his philosophy. I'm yeah, going off what I've seen in the past. Level. Yeah, but Todd Bowles has never had this level of talent. So why would this, this be his philosophy with the greatest quarterback and two top because NFL wide receivers? You're right. He never had it. But either way, though, and it's, it was proven in the first couple of games that he, that's what he wanted to do. It didn't work out. And obviously they had some injuries that helped out with that too. Um, but I'm yeah. saying there was a change in the past couple of weeks of Tom Brady throwing the football more, and it looks bad still. So whose fault is that now? Is that his fault, or is that Tom Brady's fault? I'm just saying. Like, he didn't. He, he had a couple of missed throws yesterday. He had a couple of missed throws the week before. Like, it's, whose fault is it now? Well, look, I'll tell you what. If Mike Evans catches that 75-yard pass that he dropped, then that might be a completely different game. So, I mean, Maybe. you know, like, we're going to have to see. But to me – like it doesn't make any sense how 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 you can possibly think that Tom Brady has more pressure than Todd Bowles when we know that they can't replace Tom Brady. So like like that's where we differ. It's kind of like if we're both at a job, and if they can't replace you, but they can replace me easily. But but like but like what you do is harder for them to re- to replace. I'm underneath more pressure because if I don't perform, out of the two of us, I'm gonna get fired first. So I have more pressure than you. Like, yeah, I agree to disagree. And by the way, you thought I was gonna forget about my Jets? No, I gotta come over here and talk about my, my Jets and my ish because I'm happy. I am I am just ecstatic. Another W freaking Monday. Eat a dub. Just just saying, just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy, you know. I know you asked me about Brees Hall before. I'm I'm sad about that, but to be five and two at this point through seven games. Is a lot for us in the past couple of years. A lot, Fair enough. okay. And Fair we enough. have found the philosophy: play defense, some some stingy defense. For all those people that want to come at my defense and say that we are not good, are we good now? Are we good now? Because if we would have lost yesterday, they would have been on our case. If we would have got pummeled last week against the Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers, we would have been on our case. But what happened? Two back-to-back performances of us proving our worth again and again and again. And by the way, all those who want to come at us about beating Skylar Thompson, now that you've seen the defense and how we have performed in the past couple of weeks, what now? What now? I don't get it. Where's the talk, people? Where yeah. is it? To be fair, to be fair, I'm still not a believer per se. Um, you, you guys are still yet to play a good offense outside of the Bengals. So to me, like, yeah, like your defense looks good because you still do have to beat who's in front of you. 
But I think that, that you guys have been uh, fortunate in some of these games in terms of like yesterday, uh, like, like that last play call, terrible uh, play call. I don't even know who the hell that quarterback is for the Broncos, but terrible play call to go deep. But that's a pass interference um, on, uh, on no, Sauce Gardner. Do you want me to send you the video in slow and uh, what do wait? Do you want me to send you the video in slow motion where Sauce Gardner, before Corbin Sutton can even jump, his hand is pulling down his whole horse collar where Corbin Sutton can't even jump? That's pass interference. You can't like initiate contact. Hold on, I'll send oh you right gosh. now because I did bookmark it because I felt oh like my gosh, this guy was doing so <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, I just saw it on Twitter. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, this guy has been secretly plotting against us. Yo, on, wait, you guys check, see this? Y'all see on, this, wait, Check Twitter, check Twitter, check Twitter, check Twitter. Hey, on, yo. Like, that's see. a pass interference. Let me see. Yeah, look. This is real time right here, okay? Yeah, 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 look. That's pass interference, bro. Bro, he can't, so you're telling me he can't put his hand on his on his horse collar? No, 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 yes. But it's look, bro, look at the picture. He's clearly pulling it. Look bro, at the I'm dark not, picture. I can't that picture. I can't. I can't. He's pulling it, but it looks right, probably fine. worse okay. in wait. the picture than it does in real time. All right, I wait. All right, hold on, wait, fine. Because I also have the play. You have to right, show me the show me the play. Show me the play. Show yeah, me the play yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go All right. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Da 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 hut the ball. All because right. Because that's right. not even hand fighting. That's not hand fighting. Corlin Sutton. Yo, what the heck? That's, like, yo, that's clean. Bro, bro. That's clean. Corlin Sutton had him beat. So look at the videos. And then, and then right, now look at those four pictures. Corlin Sutton had a step on him. Sauce, Sauce, Sauce Gardner pulls him and then grabs his uh, his uh, collar. That's passing the fence. You can't pull somebody back to you. That's not just hand checking. Maybe I'll give it to you. Bro, bro, hell no, hell no. He okay. pulled his back. He pulled his horse collar when the ball was like right there. He's not prohibiting him from from jumping. I mean, nah, well, look, I, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Well, look, to me, the first that was picture hard, that would have been soft. But the first picture, I can understand why. But wait, nah. but the first picture, he's pulling his his arm. The second picture, he has his arm and his jersey from the back. The third picture, he's yanking his collar. The fourth picture, he's pulling it while Corey Sutton trying to jump. He's not pulling his arm. Look, I'm looking he's at right not, here. He's oh. not pulling his arm. Check he Twitter again. Check, check Twitter again. Check Twitter again. Arm. No, I sent you. I sent you. I sent you. I sent you more pictures. Check it again. Oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait. The first picture, he's looking back at the QB. Right? No, yes, but he, yes, but he has his. He's holding okay, his arm. That's fine. You can't do that. Okay, okay. But you can't do that. You can't. You, you okay, can't hold the receiver's arm when he's running. He's like, not bro. pulling his arm. He's literally pulling. <laughs> he's not pulling his arm. He probably has a hold of his arm, but he's not pulling him. He's pulling and holding is two different things. That's oh, what you're mistaking. All right? Pulling is restricting him from getting okay. in his stride. Okay. okay. Holding his arm is another thing. You can touch the receiver like that. And then okay. well, anyways, the air. Mm-hmm. Okay, a little tug fighting over here with the horse collar. That, I get no, that. that's still. not fighting. That's not fighting. That, that's not fighting. That's... That's a horse collar. Like, that's horse collar. Like, that's not fighting. Like, because Corlin Sutton has him beat. Corlin Sutton literally beat him on that route. Like, Saw Gardner literally got beat on that route. It's still a bad play call, but Corlin Sutton beat him, on, like, on that route. How'd he, be, how'd he beat him? How'd if he beat Saw him? Gardner is not pulling his arm and pulling his jersey. Then... Oh, my gosh. He did not pull his arm. So, how else did he catch him? How else did he catch him? The speed. He has straight line speed. What are you talking so about? Corlin Sutton has him beat. 
And all four of those pictures. Doesn't have him beat, though. But when Sauce Gardner is actually with him is when his hand is pulling down his collar. Nah. Okay. That's not happening at all. I think that he was stride for stride with Corlin Sutton. He wasn't stride for stride with him. And and on top of that, when the ball was played in the end zone, he made a good play on the ball. That's what it was. Well, funny enough. I don't think that's a passing fairness call. I really don't. Well, look. Well, look. Funny enough. Funny enough. Since yesterday. I've seen about six other play calls that Sauce Garner didn't get a DPI for, where people are saying, but I didn't necessarily like look at it as much as just this one because this one was just recently. But they want to talk. That's what they want to do. They want to talk. But but you guys have not played a good offense yet. So your defense has been playing well, but against lackluster offenses, I'll give you the Bengals. But the Bengals, um, at that point in time, I remember people were saying, oh, like because you were saying that you guys should be beating the Bengals because they were playing so bad at the time. But to me, still Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. But every other offense like that you guys have played has been lackluster. So I'm still not a believer in your defense like that, but I am a believer that you guys are playing very well, though. Like that, I will say that you, you guys are playing well and better than people expected, or me, I should say. But I think most people didn't expect you guys to be like that good. But, yeah, you, you guys still haven't played any good defense yet. For, I mean, any good offense for me to say that, for me to say that your defense is like a good defense or like elite yet. Well, 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 listen to this, right? This defense yeah, yeah, has some new pieces still. Okay, we have okay. some still young talent that is is trying to get in the mode. So I'll I'll give them the credit for what they have done so far as far as just beating these teams that clearly don't have the best offenses in the world. I mean, we played backups. I get it. Brett Rippin, uh, what's this guy's name? The Kenny Pickett came into the game last week against – I mean, that Aaron Rodgers is not a backup, so I, I won't give you that. But I didn't hear people talking about my Jets when we had Luke Falk starting these games. So listen, wait. I, what I don't care who about? we play at this point in time? But nobody was talking about how good their defense was for beating the Jets. No, I'm saying people were clowning us this season so far because we have beaten up against backup QBs. But I'm well, saying, not by the quarterbacks, but wait, okay, well, maybe. But my point wasn't bad quarterbacks. My point. I know, I know. I'm just bringing that up. I'm just bringing that up oh, right yeah. now because people yeah. were clowning us about that. But I'm saying yeah. I didn't hear the same energy when people were seeing us play with Luke Falk. You know. Freaking Joe Flacco, who's a starter, he's a backup for a reason, right? And Zach Wilson, I'll talk about Zach Wilson real quick. He has yeah. not looked the best. I'll give you guys that. You know, I think that us winning games is by oh, shoot. Matt Ryan got benched. Who Matt Ryan just got benched? No, he did not. Matt, <laughs> no way for Sam Ellinger. Whoa, that's that's some breaking news right there, man. That's good for me, though. I'm not going to lie. You know why? Because playoff implications, baby, is back in the business. You know why? Because now I can freaking hope for the Jets to have other teams lose and we win and make the playoffs. So, yeah, I'm calling playoffs this year. Yes, sir. It's back in full effect. It's back in full effect. Boy, oh, boy. I'm excited. But back to Zach Wilson, though. Zach Wilson has not been playing the best. I'll give you guys that. But... When, until he starts playing terrible, I'm not going to be as worried. I'm worried a bit, but I'm not as worried, though. You know, it is what it is. But, yo, really quickly, though, talk to me about tonight's matchup real, really quickly, the Bears and the Patriots. We see for that game. Huh, a game that I'm not going to watch. If I'm You're not going to bet on it either? I'm not watching. Now, hell no. The Bears and Patriots? I'm not touching that shit. Why yo. not? Thank God that the NBA is back because now we do not have to watch these dead NFL primetime matches. Yo, the primetime matches this year have just sucked. Oh, my goodness. Like, 
Yeah. Thank God for the NBA being back, man. Brooklyn Nets basketball is back tonight. So that's what I will be watching. And that's what I will be betting on is NBA stuff tonight. So, yeah, no. And then, and if I don't even give a damn about this game tonight. But I am going to go to the Patriots. I think the Patriots have a better defense. And even if Zach – what's the guy's name? Zaxby? I don't even know who the hell their quarterback Zappy. is. Who the, I don't care. Bailey Zappy. I'm not no, going to lie. Matt Jones is starting, though. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Who? Matt Jones is starting. Okay. Matt Jones, look, it didn't even matter. Both of those quarterbacks look better than so far what, what Justin Fields has been able to do. So I was going to go with the Patriots, regardless of who was that quarterback. The Bears have looked very underwhelming. So I think the Patriots will win this game. Okay. I'm going with the Patriots, too. But let's go to yeah. basketball now, man. Wait. Are you going to watch that game, though? I am. I am. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll check it I'll out. i watch every but, game. But the NBA is going to be more of my focus for tonight. But I'll check out the NFL game. But if I had to, like, only watch one, I'm, I'm picking the Brooklyn Nets game. So so who do you guys play tonight? The Memphis Grizzlies. And funny enough, do you know that the Memphis Grizzlies are the only team that we have not beat in our last six matchups, I think? So, so far, we're 0-6 versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I think from 2020 to 2022, we have not beat the Memphis Grizzlies. So, it's going to be an interesting game. I think the game is in Memphis. I think it's the Nets' first away game. Um, and, I, and, look, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. It just kind of sucks that we don't have some of, like, these bench guys, but it's whatever. It's injuries. They, like, they'll come back eventually, so. Okay. Whatever. Okay, so so who has been the biggest disappointment so far, Lakers or 76ers? 76ers. I think you have to go Ooh. to 76ers. You have to go to 76ers. <laughs> this guy had me. He put a swivel on it. I didn't know he was going to pick the 76ers. Ah! Bro, so far, the 76ers have been the biggest disappointment through the first week, basically, of the NBA season being back because they're 0-3. Point is, the 76ers, this is the team that's expected to compete in the East, expected to – Make some noise. You know, James Harden's now healthy and Bede's healthy. Tobias Harris healthy. Tyrese Maxey is also healthy. So there's a team that people were thinking should be doing better than what they have been doing. And so far, they haven't looked that good. So you have to look at them right now as a bigger disappointment over the Lakers, who people kind of expected the Lakers to struggle this season anyways. Kind of maybe not even make the plane how most people were talking. Um, so when you look at the expectations for both teams, and you have to go with the 76ers as being uh, the most disappointing so far. Okay. I, I'm surprised about that. I, I'm really, I'm not going to lie. I am surprised because it's one thing to lose to the Celtics. It's one thing to lose to the Bucks without Chris Middleton. But to lose at home to the Spurs, though, is kind of a bad result for the 76ers. But I'm going to go to the Lakers here. Um, you you can't be this bad at shooting the three-point ball. You just can't. Like I know that they don't have any snipers on that team. And we all knew this coming into the season. But to shoot that bad from three cannot be happening every single game. It just cannot. And it seems like there's no cohesion once again in some spurts of the game, especially last night where you okay. saw Russell Westbrook take that last shot that was apparently not supposed to be in the game plan or for that specific play um, when they were up by one point against the Blazers. But either way, though, they lost that game as well, too. And the point is that I thought that Darvin Ham would be able to find a better system that would suit these players, make them more dangerous. And so far through three games, it's looked better than last year, of course, because of the better talent and whatnot. But it's not much of a difference for me. It's really not. And I'm sorry, my 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 prediction will come true. I think it will. Russell Westbrook will definitely be traded by the end of the, of the trade deadline. So we'll see what new team he goes to because I hear that the Pacers and Lakers are now going into talks of trying to, you know, go into trade talks and see who they can get. And obviously it might be Russell Westbrook that may put – Well, the reports this morning were is that the Lakers are interested in Terry Rozier. Um, I think they should also yeah. – if they can get Terry Rozier, I think he's a better player than Westbrook for that system right now anyway. So I think yes. that would make sense as well. But 
Um, yeah, I think that you kind of just had, I think you had like just, I guess, higher hopes for the Lakers, or maybe you were trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. But it didn't matter what Darvin Ham does. It didn't matter what any coach does. It just does, they're not compatible. So it really doesn't matter what any coach does as long as you're starting that lineup. It's not a compatible lineup at all. So Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis is the worst big three in the NBA. It's just not going to work. So I don't even think it mattered what he did unless he benched Rush. But then at the same time, Pat Bev has been mid as well. He hasn't even looked kind of what, you know. Mid. I mean, well, I'm not even that big. I'm not that big a fan of Pat Bev's game. But Pat Bev looked a lot better last season with the Timberwolves so far. I know 23 games, small sample size, of course. But, yeah, no, I think you look at the expectations. You even said that the Portland Trailblazers, who beat them. I remember. Remember you said that the Trailblazers. And they won last night. (laughs) You did say that. Yes, you you said that. But Yo, what did I tell you? But that also means nothing. Like, like what? Like, just because you beat somebody doesn't mean that you're now better than them. It's not a playoff series where they were the best team and they beat them. It I'll tell you mean what. Nothing. I'll tell you what. Huh? I bet you the Portland Trailblazers are in the playoffs this year. No. And the Lakers are not. No. I, I bet you that. I I think it's neither one of them will make the playoffs versus that scenario. I think at best the Trailblazers are a playing team, but the Trailblazers are not a playoff team. No. Uh, but, but going back to the point of, um, that they had the lead that game, what at one point it was like 99 to like 90, I think. And then they blew that lead. Uh, yeah, it's just, the team's just not good. It's not a good Lakers team. They don't have no shooters really. And it's just not going to work, bro. So just given the expectations that people had for the 76ers, for the Lakers, everybody predicted the Lakers to struggle. Everybody did. I don't know anybody that thought that the Lakers would go in and contend and compete. The 76ers, on the other hand, this is a team that everybody thought would go in, contend, and compete in that Eastern Conference. So it's only three games. Nothing to panic about so far, if I'm being honest. And I need the 76ers to keep losing as many games as possible because the Nets have their first-round pick for next season. So hopefully those guys can go get uh, Victor Wembanyama. You feel me? He's coming to Brooklyn, baby. Nah, let me stop. Because like they, they, they won't be that bad. But I think it's just overreaction so far. I don't think it's that big of a deal that they're 0-3 right now. It's not that serious. Okay, so but, when does the panic start for you then, for that team? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. After how many games? I think after five games. like 10. 10 I think after five. Games. Nah, because if they're 0-5, I, I don't really know who their matchups are. So, granted, let's say they play the Warriors one night, and then let's say they play, like, the Boston Celtics. Like, again, they lose. All right, fine. But... I mean, they lost to the Spurs last night. Yeah, they lost to the Spurs, man. They did. They did. But I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I say five, seven games. Like, if you're 0-7, 0-5, like, now we got to have a talk. Like, come on now. It's like, what's going on here? And I think Doc is going to be under a lot of pressure. Doc. Doc Rivers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, a lot of pressure. So, so let's go through our, our predictions then, basically. So, before we even go through that, how are you feeling so far about what you've seen for the Nets team in two games, two sample size games? I think one good game, one bad game. So I'm in the middle. Um, yeah, I like I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. I do think that the first game we were badly missing Seth Curry. We badly missed uh, Joe Harris as well. And I know you know we haven't seen Warren play yet in the system, but TJ Warren's a bucket getter off the bench as well. So I think those are three big misses. Now Joe Harris came back the second game. He played good, played okay for his first game back in a very – I think it's like been damn near like a year basically since he's played basketball. So, you know, as long as he can stay healthy, I think that we're going to look good. I think, you know, like Nick Classen looks good so far. Ben Simmons is kind of doing what I was expecting. 
throughout the first two games. I would say, though, my complaint with Ben Simmons so far is just he's looked too passive. Like, I get it. The guy is a point guard first in terms of, like, he's a passing player first. But I think that he has to – like, I get it. He's he's acid free throws. We all understand this. But my thing is, though, I don't care, bro. Go punch that shit. I, I don't care. Like, go just – like, just be more aggressive. If Ben Simmons can just be more aggressive, then I think that we're going to be just fine. But that's my only complaint so far is with Ben Simmons. Just be more aggressive. But I think that he's looked good throughout the first two games. Well, no, he looked average throughout the first two games. The second game, he looked really good. The first game, he fouled out. But we're going to struggle with teams who are bigger inside the paint. You see the Pelicans are really big inside the paint, especially with Zion and um, drawing a blank, drawing a blank, uh, Valentunas. Like, those are two big bodies down there. So, you know, we kind of are undersized, especially because, like, Nick Claxton, he's tall. But Nick Claxton's not, like, big, like how most centers are. Like, he's kind of slender. So I think that we are going to struggle in matchups like that. Um, but the second game, Ben Simmons looked pretty good. Just needs to be a bit more aggressive. So, you know, I think what he has in game, what, 6, 10, and 8? I think he needs to be scoring right now at least 10 points a game until he kind of shakes that rust off. I think he's good enough to do that. So I expect us to win tonight, though. I think that we should be beating the Memphis Grizzlies, but they are going to be – that's going to be a hard game, man. It's going to be a very should hard be game. beating the Memphis Grizzlies? Yes. What the hell is wrong with yes. you? This is my Brooklyn Nets, bro. The Brooklyn Nets are a better team than Memphis Grizzlies. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, my Right God. now, we are a better team. There's no injuries. Okay, well, there's, it, there are injuries. I don't know how much you want to take in stock in Steph Curry and – and, TJ Warren, you know, I think those are big pieces for us, but not Warren. Seth Curry is a big piece. For well, that. but I think Warren as well, though, because that's, that's another big body that can also seen him play yet. Score. Huh? Haven't seen him play yet. I, I don't care. Yeah, but he's going to be a player that is going to play a big role in this offense. So you have to say that he's a miss because he's no, a player that when healthy. How? Because when healthy, he is. But OK, like if you have a player. But if you have a player who's going to be in your rotation and who's going to be getting significant minutes, if he's now missing time, then he has to be considered a loss because this is because if going through the plan that you signed him for, that he would be playing minutes. So you know, like you have to consider that a loss. Contract. Say it again. Huh? Say it again. I'm saying like this is a guy that's going to be getting at least 15 minutes per game. Oh. So that is kind of a loss. Right? I'm not saying that it's a big loss, but it is a loss because if healthy, then he will be out there playing. So if you don't have him. Then you are losing something, but we haven't seen him play yet. So how is he a big loss? Bro, huh? he's a shooter. So what you do is shoot. <laughs> you don't lose your shooting. Like you don't just like it's not like he's like a. But West you lose Brooklyn your <laughs> and like you're like losing your bounces, bro. T. J. Warren is there to just shoot. I don't want to see T. J. Warren do nothing but just sit in the corner, bro. I want him to be, yo. Sit in the no, corner. I'm not I saying he doesn't. No, okay, I'm not saying he, he doesn't provide you guys some playmaking yeah. ability. And, and, but that's what we need. But and he hasn't played yet. So how's he a loss for you guys tonight? Because he's a much better three point shooter than a Kessler Edwards is. He's a much better three point shooter than a Marquise Morris is. Like yes. Yeah, so when those these guys, guys don't play, they do play. Kessler Edwards plays. Eh, little minutes, but if okay, he ain't there, that's no minutes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Yo, hey, 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 don't go in on my boy Kessler Edwards, all right? That's a 3 and D dog. You hire Kessler Edwards, and he has proven to be what I thought he would be, uh, a average. rotation player slash bench role. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's average. But I think that he could be something above average. I still you, like You him. were also high on Larry. <laughs> I wouldn't him. That's I would keep him there, and I would develop him. I would develop him. What happened to Camp Thomas? Huh? What happened to Camp Thomas? Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Yo! Hey, look, look. Get no minutes over look, who? 
it's just not his time yet. Over, I'm, I'm it's not his time yet. It's not his time yet. Hey, look, man. Steve Nash is underneath a lot of pressure. So, and this is where actually I've come to Steve Nash's defense. Steve Nash doesn't have time to develop these young players. He has to win now. So I will give him that because let's say if Cam Thomas and Kessler Edwards, they're developing really good and they look good, but we're losing games. What do you think? They're going to say, you know what? Let's keep Steve because he's because he's developing these young players. He's fired. So I'll give him the benefit. He has to get wins. Like, he does not have a choice. He has to win games. No. And generally, when you're under pressure, you're, you're not going to trust young, like, second-year players and rookies. So I don't blame him. Play the proven players. Play the team that's going to be able to win you the most games. So those guys, it sucks for them. But it's what happens. It's what happens. Okay. I mean, I can't agree with you on that point. I think that you and I both agree on that point about our coaches being a little bit stubborn and reliable on the veterans, which I don't – I really hate Spolstra for that sometimes. I mean, he's just too stubborn. Yeah, too but Spolstra, but he has to be, though, because the, because the expectations in Miami are championship level. You think Pat Riley's sitting there like, nah, just just worry about developing our young players. Don't worry about necessarily winning or competing. So – Yeah. Yeah, so Eric Spolstra, he's under pressure to win games. Like, he can't just go out there and play young guys to develop them. You're right, but at some point in time, those young guys can help us win games. That's the point. Yeah, I'm trying to prove. at some point in time, but it's not that point in time. So yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. That point in time comes when there's injuries. Right now, y'all are good. So like, there's no need for those guys. Oh, wait, say it again. Say it again. We're good. Yeah, like nobody's hurt. Oh, oh. I mean, I mean, I thought you were talking about the team. Like, we're good. Okay. I mean. Oh no. Oh no. And trust <laughs> me, trust me. I've been waiting to get on you. I've been waiting to get on you. About what? You guys look very lackluster. How? What do you mean how? I want to hear from you. How? Hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. <laughs> what are you pulling up? Of, uh, wait, wait. What are you on. pulling up? Hold on. Hold on. Guys. Guys. He's about to pull up some nonsense as usual. Some nonsense? Hold some on. nonsense as usual. Hey, it is what it is, man. Listen. The mandem is one and two. Hold on. Y'all lost to... Alonzo Ball and Zach Levine, less Bulls? Hold on. I'll give you the Celtics. I'll give you the Celtics because the Celtics are a better team than you guys. We all know this. We're not going to argue that. Fine. And are they really? Them. Yes. Yeah. I'm about to say yes. <laughs> yes. The Celtics are a better team Bro, than, the, than the, the Miami Celtics. Do you know how much I hate the Celtics? Well, you should, aren't like those that. like your biggest rivals? My biggest rivals, personally. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Heat. And that the Heat's biggest yeah, rivals? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So you should hate them, of course, of course. But yeah, Pat Riley, Danny, but they're just a better team. So I feel bad for you on that front because they're, you know, like you guys can't compete with the Boston Celtics right now in terms of just talent overall. But you guys go out there and beat the Raptors. Now, look, one and two, very lackluster. But again, it's only it's only it's only three games. That's the only reason. Wait, that wait, I have wait, to wait, you. wait. You guys will be one and two after tonight, though. Are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't understand. Like he's talking as if he's gonna be two and one after tonight. You're not gonna be two. Oh and yeah, one. bro. We beating the yo, bro. We beating the Grizzlies. Stop it, bro. Stop it. Stop it. That Facts. team is too big, too physical. A Ben Simmons guy that can guard one through five, and he too just big. from Will himself. Who the hell is too big on that team that we can't guard outside of Stephen Adams? And Stephen Adams scores two points a game and like four rebounds. Yeah, he's gonna get boards against Ben Simmons. I tell you that. Ben Simmons is not gonna be guarding him. Who's gonna be guarding him then? 
Nick Claxton. Who's Claxton gonna be guarding? Yeah, either one, too scrawny, too small. Get out of my face. You're too small. Put the hand down. I here. bet you that Steven Adams doesn't even have a double double tonight. A double double? Yeah, he does not. Have I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not advocating for his points. I'm advocating for uh, his, boards. his boards. Yeah, he'll probably have like seven, eight. No, ten. That's like that. that that's around like what he averages about like seven or ten. eight. Against only you guys, ten. Like only ten or more or more than ten. Ten plus. I'm not, I'm not betting on that. Just saying that for the record. There is no well, because you can't bet on that. But there's no way that he has more than ten rebounds. There's no, no way. Ten is no. the max. He's not plus. gonna have no 14, 12, 11. Ten plus. No. Ten plus. All right, fair enough. But I tell you what, though, it, this is this is gonna be a good matchup, though, um, for Ben Simmons, though, uh, with Why John Morant, because John Morant leads the NBA in scoring and points per game. I think at thirty four points per game right now, uh, so far. So, if I'm Steve Nash, obviously. You have to put Ben Simmons on him, or you have to send different looks his way. But Ben Simmons should be the look that he sees the most, in my opinion. So we'll see if he does decide to just let Ben Simmons just guard John Morant, because then we'll see how good Ben Simmons is defensively. But I still do expect John Morant to score at least twenty points tonight, though. Definitely. You want to see Ben Simmons get embarrassed tonight and get blown by, blown by every layup? That's yes. What you want to see? Yes. To, yes. To, to further help your argument about Ben Simmons winning Defensive Player of the Year. That's what you want to yeah. do. Hey, look, man. If ben I mean, Simmons, I don't get it. <laughs> if look, if Ben Simmons is the player that I think that he is, this is a matchup that I want to see. I want to see him go against John Morant. Mm. Top score, 34 points per game. Now, look, John Morant could go out there and score 34 points again. But if he does that on 30 shots, then guess what? I'm not gonna complain. But I want to see Ben Simmons guarding. John Morant, the best player on that team, Ben Simmons should be guarding. So, yes, these are the matchups that I want to see. Of course, why would you not want to see, like, you know, like a player that you think highly of defensively not guard top offensive players? That makes no sense. Of course I want to see that matchup. And even if Ben Simmons gets dropped on him, I still want to see that matchup. I still want to see it. If Ben Simmons gets embarrassed tonight, I want to see it. Because tonight should tell you how good he is defensively, even though we all know that he's an elite defender. But it should tell you how much he's back from his injury, I should say. That's why is that you know. game not on NBA TV? I have to ask. Say again? What's going on? I said, why Why is that game not on NBA TV? Well, what are the other matchups tonight? For for NBA TV, we have the Magic and Knicks. And then the, the Nuggets and Blazers. What the hell? I don't know about that one. Wait, but aren't there like eight other games on tonight? Yeah, there are. There are. Ah. I mean, we have the Heat and Raptors, Sixers and Pacers, Celtics and Bulls. That should be a good one. Jazz and Rockets. That should be a good one, too, actually. Spurs and Timberwolves. Yeah, these games do suck. There's only, like, three good matchups tonight that, like, I'd really be interested in. That's the Heat game, because y'all play the Raptors again. Uh, Yeah, the Bulls and Celtics, and then the Nets and Grizzlies. Uh, Jazz and Rockets are good, too. Jazz and Rock. Well, actually, shoot, Jazz is 3-0. and yeah, Jazz are 3-0. Yo, that tanking process is not going that good. It's not. I'll be mad if I was a Jazz fan right now. I'll be pissed. Mm. Like, what are we doing here? Bro, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell yeah. you who is doing their job. Freaking the Rockets. They're going to get Victor Wembanyama. In addition to Jabari Smith, Tyree Eason. Shoot. Okay, see? The Rockets are not getting the top five pick, brother. I'm no. No, 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 no. It might be top five, but it's definitely not going to be the first. I can't see it. Listen, I think, I think this the Rockets, Kings, though, they're, they're doing think, some business. I think that this Rockets team is still very good. And, you know, my guy Jabari Smith, man, 
my guy. Bro's been balling out so far. 17, 10, 13, the past three games. My guy's been balling a little bit, man. Come on. I'm telling you guys, people were sleeping on him. And I think, what was it? Like, his last game? Hold on, let me pull up a stash real quick. Let me pull up a stash real quick. Against the Milwaukee Bucks? 13 points, 11 rebounds? Yeah, look, my guy Jabari Smith is a bucket, and he could go down and uh, fight with you on the boards, man. I'm telling you, you were sleeping on Jabari Smith when I said he could be in the running for rookie of the year. You like, are you dumb? Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Shut up. So far, he's looked good. He has to be in the running no, all these no, past no. three games. Yes, he's in the running all these past three games, all right? That 10 slash 13 is what's going to be uh, – that's going to be his mean, his, his medium for the season, trust me. It's gonna be around so what that. Do you think he'll average about like thirty points per game? 13, 14. You said eighteen. I'm not. I'm not forgetting that you said eighteen. No, I said no. I said fifteen through eighteen. I said that. Oh, stop it! The clip, yo, stop it! I didn't say that. I posted the clip. I posted the clip. Stop it, bro. Pull I have up. The clip pull it up the right now. Before we, before we leave, pull it up right now. Yo, this guy is wilding, people. I posted the clip on Twitter. On Twitter. Like he's lying, he's lying, yo. I know he's lying. <laughs> so play it right now. All right, all right, all right, all right. All Depending right. On what part you cut out? Listen, you you want me to, you want me to turn the volume up? Let me hear. All right, bet. Uh, by Jalen Green, he's gonna have Kevin Porter. He's also gonna have um. You hear it? Uh, okay. Oh, I forget. Same goon. I mean, mm -hmm. he's Deshaun, that guy from Perky. Deshaun Tate. The from Perky, right? Yeah. I mean, he's solid. I mean, they have some young pieces there. I'm not going to lie about the young It's right here. It's right here. As far as winning the rookie of the year, that's not going to be him. I think that is Barry Smith. Is gonna, I'm, all right, watch. We'll, we'll, look, when we come back and when Jabari Smith is averaging like 18 points per game. Exactly. I said when he's averaging like 18 points per game. But I said in the further – wait, but earlier in the – Wait, let it finish out. Let it finish out. Let it finish out. Okay, go ahead. Oh, my God. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because he should be. But oh, what you just lied. I just caught you in your lie. Yeah. But earlier that convo, I said 15 to 18 points. No, you did not. You said strictly 18. Stop I lying, you, bro. I'll bet you money. How much money? I'll bet you money. How much money? How much? Let's bet 20 on it. Let's 20? bet 20 on it. Yeah, let's bet 20 on it. Nah. Now, I didn't say 15 to 18 throughout that entire conversation. Okay, but you ended off with 18, though. Because you asked me 18. No, I did not. You I, said, so Jabari Smith is going to average 18 points with Kevin Porter and Jalen Green. And I yes, said, yeah. That was after the reaction to you saying 18 points. I didn't bring it up first. You did. Okay. Yeah, because he should be averaging 18 points. Okay, you said it again. <laughs> All right, watch. That was the same reaction. Hey, yo, people, that is still funny to this day. This guy believes. Jabari Smith will average 18 points. You I was said Keegan Murray. Last night. I was laughing. You said Keegan Murray. Yeah, he's going to be rookie of the year. Humble yourself. What are you talking about? He played a good game his first game. Did he not? Humble. How many points he had? What? Like what? Like 13? Yeah. Good enough. Uh, yeah, look, real quick though. Look, man, we are 12 minutes into overtime, but we have to have a conversation before we do end. Look. 
About what? Because we can talk about it. I don't know if you talked about it. About what? But no, actually, no, you did. Because I did see you post that clip on Twitter. But we got to talk about Elijah Moore real quick. We got to talk about oh it. Oh, my this God. Gotta, I'm not talking about that, real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick. So, so tell me what was your main point? You don't got to tell me your whole like your whole thing, but like what's your thing on why you don't agree with him wanting a trade? Go ahead, let me hear. It's wrong timing while we're winning the football matches. We have played teams that are not the best at stopping the run, and so far that has been proving. And we have found a philosophy that has given us more time to at least develop the passing game. So okay. him asking for a trade proves he is selfish at that point in time. Okay. He didn't think that okay. he didn't think it through. All right. Yeah, yes, he did. But go ahead. No, he did not. But go ahead. Go ahead. He go did ahead. not. Because there were allegations about him yelling in practice during that same day. And then we sent him home to take the day off. And then after that, he asked for a trade. He did not think it through. He that, thought it through. Because right now he was yelling at practice. He's frustrated. But keep going, though. And finally, mm-hmm. like, no sign up for. Okay, like you signed up to to play football. No, no, wanna... for, he didn't know he was, he didn't know he was gonna get drafted by the Jets. What do you mean? No, you like, you're right. Yes, but you know you gonna play football. Like he didn't sign a free agent contract, and then and then now I was complaining. He okay, was he never choice he played. He never you're choice. right because he was drafted. That means that you should know that you don't have any choice of how you should be run in the system. So regardless of that fact of who you get drafted to, you should okay. know that you have to prove yourself regardless. That's your that's what you got to do as a rookie, as a second okay. year player. He's just okay. now played 17 games. So can I ask you a question? last game, at least. He's played 17 games for his entire okay. career so far. He hasn't done, okay. he done nothing yet. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And look, you're making solid good points. I'm not saying that any point that you're making does not make sense, because they do. But let me ask you a question. Do you not believe in doing what's best for yourself? Yes, I do. Okay, so if you're at a company that's not using you to the best of your abilities and you think that another company can do better with your talent, right? Let's say like what you have to offer, one company is not utilizing it. But you know that there's other companies that would want you and that could utilize it. And let's say, you know, this does lead to possible better future success in terms of your personal life, right? Why would you not want out of the company that's not doing kind of or using you to the best of their ability or the best of your ability? What's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong, wrong with, with wanting that. better? But, like, what's wrong with wanting better for yourself? There's nothing wrong with wanting better for yourself. But the yeah. issue is the way you go about it is the issue. That's the issue right now. And the he time is well Like, too. he asked for a trade. Like, what other way is there to get off the team right now? You asked for a trade. No, he want. No, the issue is he wants to have a better usage in, in the role that he's in right now. That's yes. the main real. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. He wants a trade. The trade okay. is, is the after effect of what he wants to do. Okay, to yes. But what's, okay, yes. But I'm asking what's wrong with that? Because now I remember when we talked about it on Twitter. What you have to realize is if the so if the New York Jets didn't think that that he could help them, they would cut him, trade him, whatever. So it's not a problem when teams just get rid of you or when teams want to trade you, but when a player wants to leave. That oh the player's selfish. He's thinking about himself. Oh, so then why isn't the team selfish, or why isn't the, or why isn't the team messed up when they get rid of players, when they trade players, or when they do this stuff? So why is it always on the players? That's my first thing that I don't like about that selfish narrative. The second thing is, I don't care what you say. I don't care what no other idiot says. Players think about their contracts. At the end of the day, these players know that they have an opportunity to make generational money to change their whole family, like, generation, like, the, like the rest of, of their life. They'd never have to worry. Their grandkids, their kids, 
Money is the main reason why these guys play such a dangerous game. Nobody's playing football to win a championship. Like, that's not the end game is to win. The end game is to get rich. Let's be real here. Because nobody's playing in the NFL if they were paying you 40000 a year, like a regular job. You're playing this game because, yes, you love it, and, yes, you're very good at it. I'm not saying that, that that's not true. But you're make, you're getting paid millions. Uh, like, the way that Elijah Moore's sophomore season is going right now, if this continues, the guy's going to have less than, like, 400 receiving yards, bro, and, like, probably, like, one touchdown. He's not on pace with anything good. Now, when now it's time for contract talks, contract extension talks, and when he's looking for a certain amount of money, this now sophomore season could be looked at, and now the Jets can use what he's done since he's been there against him to not pay him as much as he might have gotten had he had been used a little bit more. Because you do get paid based off of, off of your stats. Like, you know, so, like, you, you won't get a big contract if you're not making big-time plays or having big-time numbers. That's just, it's like what it is. Players know this. And, yes, you, 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 can, you can call it selfish, but the NFL stands for not for long. <laughs> All it takes is one wrong cut, wrong one wrong hit for him to never be able to play like again. So I don't see the issue with him wanting to be used more or with him wanting to go to a team who's going to use him more because it is just because it is more just about winning games. He has to think about his family, his personal stuff. Of course he has to. Come on now. He is still selfish because I, one going to your first be. point about him not being selfish, right? Yeah, why would we cut him at this point in time? You you talk, you talk oh, about cutting bro, players cut if you him, don't but want I'm to. I'm saying if no, 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 not no. I'm not saying no. So I I wasn't saying cut him. I was using the, the okay, but the you can't you can't use that in this scenario then because no. he's a second year player. No, you but no, him the second I'm, round. No, but what I'm saying is, if teams don't think that that like that that you can help them, they move you on, they cut you, etc. Yes. So now why when a player thinks that the team can't help them? It's viewed as selfish, but nobody calls out the team when the team thinks that way. That's what I'm saying. It's like if I'm the player does not think that that team can help him and what he needs to do, why is that selfish versus when the team feels the same way and they move you on? I understand what you're saying, but yeah. obviously the team still believes that he can be utilized in the proper way that they that, can, that, 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 that that's helping them to win games. So mm-hmm. if looking at last game, yeah, he didn't get any targets last game. But he's still – he's not like he's, he's terrible in this offense. This guy is still like maybe two yards or maybe two receptions away from being the league receiver for us this season. So he's not like being underutilized terribly. That's one. And two, yes, I understand about the contract and the situation of the family and whatnot. I understand all of that. But take into account, you asked me before, if I want to have a promotion or whatever and I want to do that, I'm not going to go about it in the way that he did I'm going to talk to my coordinator and ask him to, you know, we could talk about it through that, a private conversation, something like that. But for right now, when we're winning games and we haven't won games in the past, how long it looks selfish. It's a bad look on top of that. And he it doesn't matter. Winning games, but winning games, but winning case. game, but winning games while he's not performing means nothing. It means nothing for his future. Cause the Jets could say, Oh, okay. Well, like, well, the Jets, well, okay, so but if he helps us win those games, though, it does. No, but the, no, but the Jets can say, "All right, we went eleven and six on the year, right?" Elijah Moore had, let's say, eighty catches. I don't know, six hundred yards. I don't know, right? All right, his impact. He had a okay impact, like on the team, but we won games and we weren't even utilizing him in that way that he could have been like utilized. So now maybe we don't need him like that because we can do what 
or because we, we can go find another player that can just replicate that. That's what I'm trying to say is that by him not performing, this is all going to affect his future. That affects his trade value. Like it affects, again, contract talks. Like it's going to affect how the team's going to view him in the future in terms of his value. Okay. So I, I don't necessarily, so I don't see the issue. You're saying that the Jets are winning. It's not like the Jets are a Super Bowl winning team. The Jets are winning, cool, for right now, whatever. The Jets still aren't going to go anywhere this season. So it's not like he's disrupting like a team that's on pace or that's, you know, doing what they're supposed to do in terms of about to win a Super Bowl. That's not the case. It's still a rebuilding team. So let's not act like this is like so. And he's a part of a rebuild. But, okay, but if he does not feel that he's a part of that rebuild, then how could you blame him? How could you feel like you're not a part of the rebuild if you are? What do you mean? Because he's not being utilized. The guy's been more of a run, um like yo. What does a rebuild mean? It's a young se- it's a young team. No yes, pieces. But, what does that mean? What do you expect? Bro, bro, just being on the team does not mean that you are necessarily a part of the rebuild. Like just because you're blocking doesn't mean it because you're like bro, like he's a receiver that's not getting targeted. He's not getting any yards. He like he's been yo, he hadn't done anything this season. He got so he's playing, he's playing, but he does not feel like he's contributing to the rebuild. Because if he did. Then why would he want out if he felt like he was doing or if the team was using him as best as they could? That would make no sense. Because he's acting in a selfish way. That's why I said. How so is that? He's not act- he, he rather he tells me basically from his actions that he wants to put up numbers and stats as as, as opposed to winning games with the team, which is yes, every player. Would. Your logic is cool, whatever. Yes. But let me ask you this. Did Taysom Hill have crazy numbers to hit to get his contract extension for the for the Saints? Did they pay him some big money? They did still, right? Because he contributed to helping them win games and Taysom made some Hill, big Taysom moments Hill got a good in contract, the but He makes Taysom the offense Hill. go sometimes when they utilize him in the right way. So what I'm saying Taysom is Hill that, that if Elijah first Moore, first. hold on, if Elijah Moore helps us win games and he is crucial to our offense, like he is important to our offense to the point where we, we, we don't want to have him out of the lineup for us to not win games, basically. Why do, why do you think that him in the future wouldn't get that contract extension that he's so looking for if he's helping us win games and if he's contributing the way that we want him to contribute to, like it, it, it could still work out where he can still get his money in the future, but don't be selfish about it though. Don't act like okay, you want so to you have big up, numbers put up there and not want the team okay, to win so you, because that's, that's the wrong narrative, especially in this wrong timing frame right here. When we're winning games, oh, okay, wait, we have so a young you team. Up, okay. Go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. So you bring up Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill didn't get the bag. The guy's a quarterback. He's getting paid 10 mil a season. Now, yes, that's good money, but compared to around the league, he is on the lower paid side. So you he's bring not up a quarterback. Hill? Bro, he's a quarterback slash tight end. Exactly. Tell say for what it is. He's, he's a gadget player. How what they draft him as? Doesn't matter now. Hold on, wait. But he's not good enough to play quarterback. So they found other ways to get him involved. He still takes more snaps at QB than, than he does at tight end. So he's a quarterback first. He's a quarterback first who sometimes goes in at tight end. He's a QB first. He doesn't take and a majority a of his snaps. And a receiver. He, but I've never seen Hill line up at wideout and catch a pass. Stop that's it, just me. Stop it. That's, that's a lie. No. No. I, I said I, I never seen it. I didn't, say, I, didn't say he, I didn't say he never did it. I said I've never seen it. You've never now, seen Taysom Hill line up at wide receiver, bro. And, and, and catch a pass? And, and yes. catch a pass, bro. No. I've seen oh, them man. do trick plays for Hill and he catch no, a pass. No, no trick plays. No, 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 but you just said and receiver. But I've never seen Hill go out there and slot and run a route. Now, if they're doing some kind of trickery, then then fine, they'll line him up there. But Taysom Hill is a quarterback 
first who gets some snaps outside of quarterback. So you can't just act like, bro, his contract is not a contract to be bringing up in a situation like this because he's still yes, it is. Under, he's still underpaid for his position. He is. And what's his position? A quarterback. Where did you take a majority of the snaps? Not a QB. What this year? The years before that? No, I'm talking about this. In, no, I'm talking about this. In, I'm talking about this in general. I think it's, I think it's been like the past two, three bro, seasons. Bro, 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 bro. If they view him as a QB, which you are viewing him as a QB, they wouldn't have signed a, a backup QB. So what are you talking about? They wouldn't have signed no, Andy Dalton last no, year. No, no. Yes, they would have signed a backup uh, QB because they still use Hill in other ways. So Hill can also still go get hurt. So now why would you just bank on just Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill if Hill can go get hurt doing something else? No, 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 no. no. Like you said, he got drafted as a QB. So if he and, were to get drafted and as a the QB, majority of the staff, they wouldn't use him in other ways. That's bro, that's dumb as shit. Most teams have three quarterbacks. What are you talking about? Who, name me one team in the NFL that only has two active quarterbacks on their roster. Okay. <clears throat> it takes some hell not a part of their three uh, like active quarterbacks. Yes or no? Boy. Yes or no? It takes some hell not a part of their three active quarterbacks. And where is he on the depth chart? Is he number he's two? He's okay, hard. then. So what does that mean? They don't view him as a QB. Oh my they don't God. view him as a QB that can start winning games for them. If they no, yes, no. Okay, wait, 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 wait. They would have believed. But they also signed Andy line. Dalton because what happened last season when when Taysom Hill was starting at quarterback, he was ass. So yes, they went to go get a better backup, a better pure backup. Remember, Taysom Hill started like ten games last year at quarterback when Winston got hurt. It was like yeah, like it was Hill starting, and they, they have bad. a insurance policy. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. So so and plus it's like you're acting like Andy Dalton is some big name backup quarterback. Yo, Andy Dalton's at the end of his career. So I'm yes, not saying he's not. Really what, what, what the heck? But what I'm saying is every single roster has three, Hill. But but every single roster has three active quarterbacks. So you bringing up that, that they signed another active quarterback makes no sense because they didn't anyway. Perfect sense because no, but they not, needed one. Not, not they needed about, one. Huh? They needed one. Okay, okay, but I'm saying I'm not talking about them signing a QB, a backup QB, as opposed to like what you're saying about having three QBs on the team. I'm saying that them signing Andy Dalton and him being the backup to Jameis Winston is an indictment on Taysom Hill as a QB. Yes, what I'm saying yes. before that. No, you're right because because yes, it is. It is because Taysom Hill is not that good of a quarterback, but he still is a quarterback. They still he's still like so. James Winston is uh, so look so Winston is out right now like Winston is hurt I th- I don't know like when he, like I don't know when he comes back but if if any if if any Dalton gets hurt right now who starts for who starts at quarterback Edwin Taysom Hill, Hill obviously because he's a quarterback brother you talking about he's a quarterback just but because he's not that good look, Tim Tebow Tim Tebow is Taysom Hill the only the only no, difference he's not is, no in terms of members Tim what Tebow right. Okay, well, let me finish. I'm in the I'm same listening. breath of Tim Tebow, also, they tried to – well, when he came back, remember, they tried to uh, to put him in at tight end, remember? Because Tim Tebow was not a good NFL – hold on, wait. But Tim Tebow was not a good NFL quarterback. So they tried to move him around to make him more valuable. Taysom Hill just happens to be a better gadget player than a, than a Tim Tebow is. But just because Tim Tebow was ass at quarterback doesn't mean that he's not a quarterback. He's not, not a quarterback. the same thing. Will, that is not the same thing. That is not. It just it's not. Like, bro, you can't compare Tim Tebow coming out of retirement from eight years and no, playing for bro, Urban no, Meyer. 
No, bro. But even, with, no, bro even when Tim Tebow, no, but even when Tim Tebow was when he first got drafted, remember, uh, like, um, during like the combine stuff, like they asked him to do like tight end route. Like, remember, they like that he should be playing tight end from even back then. But what I'm saying is, just because Taysom Hill gets moved around, you can't say that he's not a quarterback. Most of his snaps come at quarterback, so you and cannot where? say where where does it come at QB? I'm okay. Where? What? What season? Because it's not this year. It wasn't last year either. Until Whistler got hurt. What do you mean it wasn't last year? It was the majority of last year that he was quarterback. I'm talking about until Winston got hurt. Bro, a majority of Taysom Hill's QB snaps, um, well, of his snaps come from wild card, uh, the wild card, um, like QB thing. Are you talking about? That's what, like, they, yes, they move him around, but at the end of the day, he's still viewed as a quarterback first. Oh but I get God. what you're saying. They move him around and they, and they do trick plays with him okay, because they okay. can, because they have a player that is that, because he's athletic enough to do that and still make throws. So I understand what you're saying, but he's still a QB first. That's that's all that I'm saying. Like you make it seem like like he's a tight end or slot receiver first. He's he's a quarterback first. No, he's a gadget player now. He's a gadget player first now. Obviously, he can throw the football. Gadget player is not a, gadget player is not a, there. There is no position called gadget player. So I don't know position wise, based off his snap count for his career, he's a quarterback first. He's a QB oh my first. Gosh. He's everything else second. Any. What I'm basically saying so anyways, is his so anyways, his contract is on the low end. Ten mil a year for a quarterback is on the low end. Now I get it. You could say, well, well, he does all this other stuff. Fine. And, and that's probably is why he got that deal. He didn't like he did not get that deal based off his quarterback play. I understand that. But at the end of the day, if all NFL players are selfish, bro, like you're looking at it from like a kid's point of view of, oh. Like all players should be just trying to do the good of the team. That's dumb. Teams have no loyalty to players, so why should players have loyalty to their teams? Like that's dumb, bro. Like what? yo, this is the real world that we live in. Santa Claus is not real. There is no Easter Bunny. Not everybody in this life is, is okay. Is, is, um, is <laughs> I'm be dead. How are you making it seem? It just I'm like, not making it seem like that. I'm really not. I'm just saying is that things it should be all flowers and sunshine. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm all saying. Players, all That's NFL not. players are selfish. Until I see, a, and I'm pretty sure that there has been, but until I see top players take player take team-friendly deals, to me, they are selfish. Like Aaron Rodgers is selfish, right? Because I'm pretty selfish? I don't know his contract, uh, so I can't say. What are you talking about? Them, them years when Bill Belichick asked him to restructure his contract, was he selfish then? Well, wait, but did he do it? Yes, he did do it. Oh, okay. Then no, he's not selfish. Okay, so you can't make the the, the notion that all players. But are at the same time, though, okay? Have, okay. But at the same time, though, how much money has Tom Brady made throughout his career versus versus an Elijah Moore? Because if Elijah Moore tears, tear, look, like if Elijah Moore breaks his leg next week and can never play football again, he has to get a job. He can't live off of what he's made. It's like Elijah Moore now has to go get a job. Tom Brady, he's been playing for about twenty some about twenty something years. Of course. Towards the later stages of his career, he could afford yeah. to do that. Because okay, God forbid okay. he stopped okay. playing, he could live off of his just his football earnings, his endorsement deals. I, I uh, like Elijah it. Moore can't do that. I understand that. But what I'm saying so what's here wrong is that with him one, being selfish. One, right? Taysom Hill is actually listed as a tight end, not a QB on the roster. So that's one. No, he's not, because you no, no, he's not. Because yes, he he, I just QB. looked it up. <laughs> no, because no, wait, because I had an argument about this in one of my fancy football leagues because somebody said that he shouldn't be able to be used as a quarterback. On the depth chart, he's listed as QB3 and tight end 3. He's, 
he's listed at third on both of their like like on the Saints depth chart. He's 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 listed third I'm string right for here. both. I'm seeing what right do you here. Want? What do you want? Right here. What do you want? ESPN. Yeah, boy, ESPN. Okay. ESPN, bruh. ESPN. Okay. Anyways, and two, right? I am not saying that Elijah Moore cannot be selfish because mm. obviously every player can be selfish when it comes to getting their money. I am saying that go at? about it in the right way possible, in a smart way, which in this okay. case he did not do. Hold on. Okay, fine. But back to your original point, what the hell are you talking about? I'm on ESPN right now. As I said, Taysom Hill is listed as third-string quarterback. He's also listed as third-string tight end. What are you talking? Look, I said, look, I sent you a screenshot right now, and I'm on ESPN.com, the like the like the website. Hold on, look, I sent a screenshot right now. Okay, like, I, I see my not, screenshot like, too. I see my because screenshot too. Because I just saw it right there. Like, bro, you, he bro? plays his, like he plays. I don't see no taste as backup. Whatever. So just well, so just check your phone. I well, you I, check your phone. Check your phone, you. Look, but anyway, on as I was saying, as I was saying, forget about all that. I, I don't know what you on, but I was on ESPN.com. ESPN. ESPN. What are you talking about? Okay, well, maybe their app's not as good as their actual website. There's some Whatever. stuff that the app don't have that the websites have. But point is, I wasn't capping. You thought I was flying. You 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 thought I was lying, probably. No, and I no, didn't. I, I was trying. I was trying to have this. I was trying to put this argument as to why it's dumb to just say he's a QB first. You know, anyway. No, he's not. No, he's not just a quarterback. Again, we're not disagreeing on that point. I agree with you. He's not just a quarterback, but he's a QB first that just does all. Like he's a backup quarterback that can do different things. If Taysom Hill could not line up at tight end, or or like, or if they could not run trick plays with Hill, he's not in the NFL. He's not a good enough quarterback to just be in the in the league just based off of just that. But he does offer you more than other quarterbacks do. So we agree. Like we're agreeing. Okay. Fine, less of that. Why anyway, you argue for no reason. As, no, I'm not because you're speaking some BS as usual. Anyways, like I'm saying about Elijah Moore, once again, there are different ways to go about it. And the way he went about it at that point in time was rash and inexcusable to me and very, very much selfish. Very much. If you want your money, you can't act out like you like, like as if the word is against you. You have to be smart about it. Okay. And how are you so certain? That whatever team we decide to trade him to, that trades for him, will use him in the way that he wants to be used. That's another question, too. And that's a great point. But guess what? That's the risk that he takes. If it like, see, so in right. His second year. No, okay. It doesn't matter. It matters a lot. Y'all, didn't want him. Y'all didn't want Denzel Mims his, like his second year. No, that's different. So hold on, wait. So hold on, wait. So now, so now were the Jets messed up for for just p- for basically putting him on like the practice squad then so so then the jets organization should be called selfish for not giving him that is different that is oh. different because going to your point about new regime new coach mm-hmm. like they didn't they didn't use him they didn't want him they didn't draft him he was okay, drafted so the then- year before and another thing too Denzel Mims came in and I'm a big supporter of Denzel Mims but he came in and he didn't learn the offense as well as he should have he didn't get up to speed and he wasn't performing on the field. So that's part of the reason why. But we drafted Elijah Moore last year. They wanted him last year. So obviously, it doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't matter. It matters it a lot. Matter. Because it if, doesn't you know, matter. And if you think that you look, I'm a wide receiver. Why, why am I pass blocking more times than running routes? Why is, like, yo, like nobody wants to play like, like with the quarterback that can't get him the ball or that's just going to just be running the ball more times than not. So if he wants out because he doesn't feel like he's being utilized well, 
It doesn't matter what you, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't even matter what the Jets coaching thinks because they can't tell him how he's supposed to feel about how he's being used. Okay, I get that. But, like, your notion about pass blocking has only been done for the past couple of games. Bro, he was we pat, Bro, like, what are, what, are, what are we talking about? He got his touches last year, too, when he was healthy. Did he not? He looked good, too, last year. Did he not? So what are you talking about? Okay, that was then. This is now. Now, so what we talking about back there for? Okay, it does not matter. It matters a lot because he still has some time to grow. What he's doing right now is not letting himself the opportunity to grow as he would have if he was my guy. My guy, my guy. So week one against Baltimore, five catches. Week two, three catches. Week four, four catches. Week three, three catches. Uh, and then against Miami, one catch. Now, the average of those 10 yards, 14 yards, 12, 18 against Pittsburgh, and then 11 yards against Miami. He's not being used to the best of his ability. Yo, does he even have, like, any red zone targets this season? Yeah, he does. All right. I mean, shoot. Like, I had to cut him from, like, one of my fancy teams because y'all don't utilize him. He ain't doing nothing. He ain't doing nothing. Bro. Oh my gosh! I hey, mean, look! Listen. Hey, look! Y'all just beat the Broncos without him, so y'all don't need him, right? Trade him then. No, I, I, why would I say that? Why would I say that? But y'all just won, and he wasn't playing. Trade okay, him. That's, a, that's a testament to the receiver. That's exactly. So the run blocking game. that y'all need to, to be done, y'all don't need y'all don't need him to do it. So trade him. No, I want to still keep Elijah Moore. I just think that he's a little bit rash with this. But why keep a player that doesn't want to be there, especially huh? when he's not like an elite player? Because so, he's a young so, player. Yeah, he's young, but he's not like an. That's elite the reason player. why. Yeah, but yeah, but he's not like an elite player where you can't replace him. But we don't know that yet, though. That's why. Well, what do you mean? I'm banking on his potential, and yeah, I'm banking he's on. Not going to reach that be. in this offense. He's he, like he's not, bro. And neither the is Garrett Wilson. Not, bro. And, and, wait, hold on, wait. Still scoring points. Yes, like because of Brees Hall. Because of Brees Hall. And so now we'll see like what it's like moving forward. Brees Hall okay, was about, then. Okay. Brees, but Brees Hall was about 80% of your offensive like production. Zach Wilson has still yet to play a good game since coming back. Still. We're still waiting for it. So he now played a game against the Dolphins. Bro, he played an average game against the Dolphins. Oh my gosh. Bro, what, bro. what, are you, what is your what is your definition Yo, of a good game? Yo, bro, what is your definition? Yo, bro, hold away, hold away, bro. Hold away, what bro. is your definition? Is Zach Wilson, hold on. Is Zach Wilson the number two overall pick? Or a fifth round pick, because for somebody that was drafted second, sorry that I have higher expectations. Like what? Like yes, Zach Wilson should be looking a lot what better than your, what he has. What is your definition of a, of a of good game? Like what do you mean? It just it just because like you always say every game is not good or average. What is Zach your definition Wilson, of a good Zach game? Zach Wilson right now is one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I dare you to argue that point right now. I dare you to argue that point right now. Through stats, but he's not doing anything as far as helping us lose the game. Yeah, but he's not helping you win. What do you mean he's not helping me win? He made all the necessary throws. Out wait, of wait, wait, 30, wait, time out, time out, time out. Hold, hold, hold up, Out of 32 hold NFL up. teams, out of all 32 NFL teams, hold where up. is Zach Wilson? Hold on, wait. Where would you rank hold Zach up. Wilson as a starting quarterback right hold now up. out of all 32 teams? First of all, Scratch that. First of all, I'll answer that later. No, 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 no. First of all, wait. Zach Wilson was the reason why we won the Wait, wait. Wait. Before we move on, just answer that question first. And then and then we could go on. 
Out of all 32 starting quarterbacks, bottom where 20. is that Wilson worth? Huh? Bottom 20 right now. No, 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 no. Like, where bottom 20? So, like 25, 20, 25 to 20? 25 to 20? No, yeah. he's like 25 to 32. He's in that no. range. I'm trying to put him in the upper echelon. No. no. I will because he, he has not been playing bad. What are you talking about? You and dumb? secondly, 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 right? He is the reason why we won the Pittsburgh game. Did you watch that game? You did not. All right. I did watch. He played a good happen. game against the Dolphins, and man, it's an okay game against the Dolphins, right? According to your terms, in the past couple of weeks, he didn't play the best, but he also did not turn the football over, which is the biggest thing against top ten defenses. So, yo, I don't want to hear none of that. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. I could probably name you twenty like eight quarterbacks better than him right now, bro. Like, cause like I- I'm I'm looking at every starting quarterback right now. And there are like so he's better than Justin Fields. I'll give you that. He, he's we're not we're, okay, Fields. okay, okay. We're not gonna go. Over but what I'm saying is, right now, I, I, yo, he yeah, like he's better than PJ Walker. He, he's better than Matt Ryan. I'll give you Matt. Ryan. That's three. Who else? Who? And, okay, you would say maybe Dalton. Fine, I'll give you Dalton. That's four. That puts him at 27. He's 27. There is no other quarterback right now that he's better than. There's none. 27, you said? Yeah, because there's only four that I... Oh, my gosh, bro. This guy is taking the piss. Taking the piss. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're back. You're back online. Oh, okay, okay, I'm back. Right, whatever, look. Yeah, like, he, he's like the 27th best quarterback. Okay. Bro, like, bro, come on, like, just 27th best be unbiased. Be, be unbiased. Come on now. He's not. He's not. You didn't mention Marcus Mariota. You didn't mention. No, not, wait, 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 you didn't mention. You didn't mention. Okay. You didn't mention any of the Commanders QBs as well too. You did not Wait. mention Davis Mills. You did not mention Jacoby Brissett. Wait. You didn't mention. Zach Wilson, no, wait, no, wait. Not as an overall quarterback. I'm talking about this season. Not, no, not on overall talent. I told you his stats were not that good this year so far. No, his play has not been that good, and his stats reflect his play. What are you talking about? It's not like his stats suck, but his play's been good. His play has been average. His stats have reflected Wait, 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 wait. So, so there are no drop passes in the NFL? Of course. Okay, then. So does that not, does that does that does how many, not that how many, reflect his stats? Okay, so pull up the stat right now that tells me how many. So okay, because there is a stat for it about the drop percentage. So how many drops per game are you saying that the no of catchable passes, not passes where it hit their hands, but then they get hit after. Talking about they drop it like they should be catching it regardless. They drop it. Come on now, Zach Wilson has not played that well, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break it to you. And look, you, you don't got to pull up that stat. Like, don't even worry about it. But what I'm saying is that yeah, Zach Wilson really just has not been playing at that good of a level. Marcus Mariota has played at a higher level so far this season than Zach Wilson has. Yes. You talk. Jacoby. After back from injury? Oh, no, wait. Jacoby. After injury? No, no. See, because I want to talk about injury. I'm talking about just in general. Because <laughs> okay. brought up Mariota. But he no, came back from Mariota. injury. Okay. But if, he's, okay but, but if he's playing, he's healthy enough. Okay. Oh, my Thank gosh. you. Thank you. Okay, fine. So then why did I have kept him out? Until he was a hundred percent healthy, then so injuries are not an excuse. He's getting back he, his footing. He didn't play the pre. Yo, he did no, not play the preseason. That, but, that's one. 
And no, two, I, he didn't play the whole regular season until week four. No, like, what, I that matters. That. But what I'm saying is that if you're healthy enough to play, then don't give me the excuse of your injury when you're not playing at a high level. Okay, I'm That's not talking I'm about the injury itself only. I'm talking about the continuity that he has while playing in a real-life situation with his players. Bro, he's been here two that. years. Most of that team are players that he knows already. Against live competition? And he was there during preseason. He got hurt in preseason. He played week the one. Okay. So but what happens then? Okay, but he had continuity because he was there. You acting like he got hurt? A from last of, season, bro. and now he's just not coming back. He did not have continuity or chemistry with his players. For you can't say he had continuity for only what excuses. a couple of plays in week one of season. Excuses, and what then the point. About? And then the, wait, and, and then the fact, and, and then the fact that you even just brought up Jacoby Brissett, who's been playing at a at like an above average level. Like Jacoby Brissett has been playing way better than that was above average. Brissett for this season has not been above average. Above average. Yes. Did you see the past couple of performances against the the Patriots and the Chargers? Really? Okay. So, so yes. Yeah, really? but... I mean, I thought I was the only one that was. Oh, okay, hold on, wait. So you bring up two huh. games out of out of seven. He like he's been an above average quarterback. He looked better than Zach Wilson has this, so far this, this season. What am I saying that's wrong here? Huh. What, what about what about the what about the Falcons? Really? Huh. What about the Steelers? TNF? Really? Did he win in that game? Or what happened? Or did Nick Chubb win in that game? Game Whoa. managing for a reason. Hold on, wait. Okay. Hold on, wait. But Brissett had hold on, wait. But Brissett, hold on, wait. But Brissett had how many yards that game? What game? The Steelers game. You what the Steelers game? He had 220. On what on what on what percentage? On what percentage? Yeah, like a piece of percentage. 21 to 31. Okay, and then how many and then how many TDs? Two. Any interceptions? Mm, let me see here. Not it's that game, no. Right here, okay, that would be one of Zach Wilson's better performances of the season. What the fuck are you talking about? So so, so how are you gonna bring that game up when that had been one of Zach Wilson's best games this season? What are you talking about? But you said that he was playing above average, though. For a majority, no, for just the, for for like the first seven weeks, Jacoby Brissett has played at, at an above average level. Yes, he has not, not for yes, these he has. He has not. So He's then, what is that Wilson playing at then? Huh? So what is that Wilson been, uh, playing at then? What, what I'm not defending then? him, but I'm saying that. Listen, so why do you it get takes so time. defensive? So then, why do you get so defensive? Like when I say that he's that like that like he, that he's been playing like at a below average level. You get so defensive. He has. Like you so defensive, like because bro, I take I, into account what he's bro, been going through. I didn't even call Zach Wilson a bum right now. Yet. I didn't even call him a bum yet. I haven't even disrespected him like that. I just say he's been playing at an above, at, well, at a below average level. And you can't look like you're paying a little bit of punch. You call you call him trash, bro. Because I'm just teasing you. But I'm saying, what? What? How do I know that? But I no, but I knew that today. I'm saying he's been playing at a below average level so far this season. Facts or not? What through four games? Yes, below average. I can say below average. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, bro. You pissing me. But you disrespected him. Oh, you disrespected him. Okay. And I'm telling you today, it's not all his fault. Today. Yeah. Wow. Bro, I I'm 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 basically saying that him playing at a below average level is not all his fault. 
That's okay. all I'm saying. And okay. you try to discount that because of what he's performing like every game so far. Like you have to read into the context of the situation. What you know, Zach do. Wilson. Yo, look, this man Zach Wilson ain't throw a touchdown in damn near a month. I don't want to hear nothing that you're saying. He's been because playing of what? at a below because average of what? level. Because of what? Huh? Because of what? Because he because he has because he hasn't been playing that good. Dog. No, no, no. Because we're running the football more often. That's why. Okay. okay. Because we're running the football more often. Okay. 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 Like, like, what the hold on, wait. Did we hold win on, the game? Did we wait. win the last two games for him? Wait, wait. Here, are the Cleveland Browns not one of the best rushing teams in the NFL? Woo. Are the Baltimore Ravens not one of the best rushing teams in the NFL? And yet, their quarterback seems to at least throw one a game. Oh what? Wow. Wait. So wait, you can, wait, 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 wait. So you, so you can run the ball and you can actually throw a passing touchdown. Who would have thought? Wait. Who thought? Hold up. Hold up. Is it his fault that he's not calling the plays? Huh? Is it his fault that he's not calling the plays? Uh, yes or so no? You're telling me that he has no op- opportunity throughout the entire game to ever throw a touchdown. So in the last basically month, and then on the play call, hold on, wait. he might not. In the past month, in not one of those games, he's had an opportunity to throw a deep pass for a, a touchdown. Or look, like it's like you're acting like, like, but you're acting like it all has to be red zone passes. It, it could be from the thirty. It could be from the thirty-five. You're saying Zach Wilson has not had any opportunity. There's nothing downfield, apparently. Oh, nothing downfield. So there's nothing the downfield. Dictates his passing touchdown. Yes get no? Elijah Moore. Then does the play call dictate his passing touchdowns? Yes or no? Fifty-fifty. If because you're acting like passing plays. Hold on, wait. That mean so, that we don't get a pass. Wait. So okay, wait. So within these three weeks, what Zach the hell Wilson are you talking about? Okay, you know what? Matter of fact, I- I'll make it easy on you. So within these three weeks, you're saying that Zach Wilson has had no pass attempts inside the 20 yard line. The red zone. 20 yard line? The red zone. Within the three weeks, he probably has, definitely. So what's going on, Edwin? Because you're saying because you gotta run the ball. But other teams run the ball and and they and they and they and they run the ball better than you guys. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait so does, does that mean that every passing TD, I mean every pass that's in the red zone has to be towards the end zone? No, but what I'm doing is okay. Then no, wait, but no, but I was trying to help your argument because I was gonna say he's even closer to the end zone, so it should be easier versus him being further away if he's throwing the ball inside the red zone. So I was trying to even help you out by asking because maybe for the past three weeks, when you guys get within that 20 yard line, maybe you guys are just running the ball, just run the ball. Maybe, maybe it is. So that's why I asked that because then I right, fine because if you guys aren't giving him any red zone chances, then fine. That's why I asked you that because it's much okay, harder. But to score even if we were, it doesn't matter because, oh. like, how, like, do you expect him to t- throw a touchdown pass in what five attempts? You never know. Oh. I got to hear with that, bro. You just talking just to talk, <sighs> just chatting. Mid, mid, but again, no or no, or no, yeah, yeah. But, but no. if you guys were four and oh, then you'd be here complaining about your about your about your quarterback's play, but. But you're letting winning override his lackluster performances. That's fine. But don't act like his performances have not sucked because you guys have won games despite him. The past two games have not been okay, but it has not sucked overall. No, it has not. All right. The stats don't lie, buddy. The stats don't lie. I, I hate I hate to break it to you. They bro. don't lie. They do lie sometimes. Women lie. Men lie. Dumb numbers don't. 
But this on that note, on that number don't lie. Sometimes. Numbers right? Don't because lie. according to you, according to you, right? I mean, was, again, another argument against it. According the to show? you, the Packers are not a top 10 defense. But when you bring up the points per game, they're not a top 10 defense. So stats do lie, apparently, huh? Say Get out of here with that, bro. I can use everything against Say it again. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. According to you, the Packers are not a top six, seven defense in the league with the numbers, right? But because they give up 20 points a game, they're not a top 10, seven, top 10, top seven, top five defense in the league. But they have the seventh best defense so far in the league, I think, right now, if, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. So what does that mean by you then? Well, yeah, but just because I don't think that they're not a good team, like, because, but I never said like that the Packers defense sucks. I said them as a team is not good. I said, I said, I said, that oh the, my the gosh, are not good. this guy. But was that not liar. the argument? Was that not, not the argument? Because even you told me yesterday, you said you didn't bring up nothing about the defense. But, bro, as I said, I think the Packers as a team suck. Bro, they are, bro, they are an up. average team. Yes, the Packers are an average hold team. Up. Look at the, look at the message. Look at the message. You said you talking about the defense, but they giving up twenty plus points to the Commanders. You brought the defense before I did. No, yes, but then what you say? You said, oh well, you didn't bring up defense when you first made that point. That's what you said. I think the Packers are a lackluster team. I don't care about their defense. They still oh suck. My, God. my main oh, argument. My, hold on, wait a minute. My main argument for the uh, Packers was they're just not a good team. Including their defense as overall unit, they're not a good team. Why you like that's why they're losing. That's why anyways, they're losing. Anyways, 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 because they're not no. a good team. And and oh no, wait. And as I said, anyway, not being a good team, they have been losing games to okay. teams that they should be beating. Thank you. Who cares? I, I, I can do that too. I can do that too. 